Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph, it's March 22nd. Yeah. 2023. That's crazy. It is. I feel like every episode we we say that's crazy. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, I guess like the year, it just kind of has flown by so far. I mean, I think it slows down like come summer. That's like when the time slows down. But um, like spring is right here. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I uh, I can't believe too. I've been in Colorado for a year now. Over. Oh here. yeah. We moved yeah. into March 9th and we moved into the house on the 11th or 12th, something like that. Have but, you unpacked everything? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. We, we moved here like five years ago. I think we still have boxes and stuff. Oh, we still have boxes stuff that we never were gonna. I feel like we we have boxes of stuff that we did unpack from the like, yeah. like the last house. Like there's yeah. just like it's like just get rid of it. I don't know, but like you know, yeah. go through it and uh, some of this stuff's like a nightmare. Yeah, Roger like had all these like Legos and stuff, and it's just like let me tell you the resale value on like Legos, like old Star Wars Lego and stuff. Yeah, is, like, it's like amazing. And you were, really. Oh my god, yeah. We had I had like one small thing I had on and I put it up and it went for like four times of what wow. I paid for. just some small like I said, this was a couple like a couple years ago. And I know they have like a it's just they have a high re- like resale because when they retire them, they retire them. Yeah, yeah. And but man, <laughs> I don't know, man. That five-year-old kid didn't consider the uh resale yeah. on these things. It's like it would take me like months to try to like piece some of these back together. <laughs> yeah, it's not even worth it. We saved the freaking boxes though. If I can, I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we are still. Uh, yes, we pretty much unpacked. We're pretty much uh, settled. Do you we feel still- like a Colorado in Colorado? In I don't know what it means to be that. I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Colorado is such a screwy state because it's like so, I guess it's like uh, California (laughs) or or Oregon in that the state is super, you know, not super, it's liberal progressive, but like there's a third of it that's like the opposite. And that's how it was in like Oregon and and California. Long Island, well, Long Island, but New York City was kind of like that too. I I think like, again, it's just... It's like I think there's lots of like conservative events everywhere you go, but like there's just some areas that are just completely ass backwards. Like yeah. it's, it's baked into the cake. Uh, I mean, that's like that place like that in areas even in progressive, you know, yeah. like even like what was it like uh, even like South Cal- some of California or like L.A. and all that. Yeah, you have like what Orange County? I mean, I guess True. That, Orange like County's gotten a little more liberal, but. When yeah, I lived in Massachusetts, the eastern half of the state was like super progressive. And then once you got west of Springfield, um, with the exception of maybe Amherst, it was all pretty, pretty, it was like Ohio. You Wasn't know that I mean? like basically Pennsylvania? It's like, yeah, same, yeah. Philly and the outer suburbs, maybe. And then like Pittsburgh and the outer suburbs. 
and then everything in between is just like fucking yeah <laughs> but parts of pennsylvania you'll find like squirrel on the menu and stuff i mean it's real <laughs> yeah it's like you do a walkabout in australia <laughs> yeah know, like everyone basically coast, right it's like the joke about australia is like everyone lives on the coast really of it yeah and then, like the the middle is just like uninhabitable <laughs> like, yeah like, it is that's for you then it's like crazy you fight those like giant animated uh scorpions from uh sinbad yeah so, seven voyages of sinbad like the ray Harris. yeah yeah the ray like, yeah animated. yeah you, oh, you those, are great. those things like in the middle of the outback <laughs> like yeah those were great um well yeah god i forgot about those he had the the, the sinbad ones where he was like fighting skeletons those yep. were great that was like pre-clash of the titans too I remember yeah, right. yeah. It was like 10 years earlier. I don't even know. All those movies yeah. are old as fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, we got we got a lot tonight. We got the Mandalorian. Mm. Episode four, season yeah. three. Yeah. Um, we have the 20th anniversary of the Iraq War. Good times. I know. So good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have um this ever delayed Trump arrest. Yeah, I, that was weird. We'll talk about that. Been driving me nuts. Um, yeah, we did have a really like seven years. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if if they want to delay Trump's arrest and Trump keeps, uh, I guess it's not tweeting. I guess it's truthing about Ron DeSantis. Um, that'd be all right with me because because Trump laid into DeSantis today. Yeah, he, he put out some bangers. Yeah, it was fight. actually pretty. Let them fight. Yeah, As, uh, the great uh, <clears throat> the character from that Godzilla movie said that in that, right? Character. Yeah, or the my favorite is that uh, was it tragic? The worst person in the world says something you agree with or whatever, but yeah, made an alteration and said, uh, the worst people are fighting and they altered his face to smile. Oh, like there you funniest. go, yeah, it's really funny. Like, the worst people are fighting each other, <laughs> and that's yeah. what that is. The best, and I, I've seen a lot of that where like these uh, J6ers and uh, Trump supporters gather together and then they start accusing one another of being plants. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Well, there was one that was, the guy was like a comedian, but uh, we'll talk We'll talk about that later. Okay, what else? Uh, we we're talking about this guy, Joseph Harding, um, who I guess was the sponsor of the Don't Say Gay bill in Florida. Yeah. And he was a Republican, one. yep, Trump Republican politician. DeSantis is already uh expanding on yep and then he uh he left office kind of under a cloud and indictments and he just pled guilty today to a bunch of charges like looking at 35 years in the federal prison all right we'll, um, we'll talk about that okay uh we're talking about the fox news um it's not looking good for them in their their dominion lawsuit uh and then we're talking about the iran hostage thing and then we're going to finish up with a, a <laughs> rand rand paul uh posing next to a kid wearing a t-shirt well um, don't save it it's okay well funny. yeah it's it's real funny so well that that's where we're gonna Very finish funny. so we'll start with the the mandalorian uh and it was really good i thought this this week right like uh well it was a shorter episode but i think it was solid it focused it, it focused basically just on like the man it was I, a very good grogu episode yep a lot of big reveals in grogu if you're into 
if you were like, where was my Grogu last week? Because he's only kind of in it like for a few minutes here and there. Right. This episode makes up for it. So I just want to go back and talk about the last episode real quick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you said that. But me, and you both, me and you both liked it, but I knew there would be people that would complain about it. And there were. I just think it's funny how people like, like, who are these characters? I'm like, are you watching the show? <laughs> like, yeah, the Dr. Pershing character was a pretty major character in the first season. And the in the second season as well, and the se- and the same thing with that woman. I don't know her name, is so I forgot her character. Right, name. yeah. But she was like Moff Gideon's like second in command or whatever. Now, real quick though, some you were telling me, and we talked about this that well, one of the uh, Gina Carano who yes. uh, got fired was probably supposed to headline a show that ended up getting canceled. Yes. Called Rangers of the New Republic. Yes. And it sounds like it basically just would have been like Texas Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be like a Western style show about like a sheriff keeping order in a border town. You know, something like that, you know. Or like throughout the galaxy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh supposedly this plot, and you were telling me you read something that. Well, I saw someone talking about this on TikTok or something and saying that like basically that whole segment that took place on Coruscant um, was probably supposed to be most likely was a plot from Rangers of the New Republic. And because these Favre shows that because after season two aired, mm-hmm. he announced like five, six new shows. Yeah. It was, well, Rangers of the New Republic was supposed to be a direct spinoff of The Mandalorian. And it made sense because they kind of planted those seeds in the second season, especially yeah. with Rebel. Captain she got a bad. She got a bad. Yeah. Even there's like yeah. a scene that guy showed up a bunch of times. The the and then they kind of recruited her her in the yep. end. Yeah, and it was clearly like they're setting up for a new series. And then they announced some other stuff. I'm trying to think if there was like any other. Well, Ahsoka was another one. Yep. Uh, which you know she's appeared on Man- Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, and uh, or the Mandalorian episode of the Book of Boba Fett. Right. So I don't know what their plans are. Ahsoka does come out in the end of the year or like late this year. And uh, I guess that's the thing is that whole plot was really part of the greater story they're telling. And that yeah. would have been in New Republic. I can I- see why some people would have found it a little jarring. I don't know. I didn't mind it. I liked it. Because I'm used to go ahead. Yeah, no, I liked it a whole bunch. I the one thing I will admit is that it did seem jarring. It it seemed like uh, but not in a bad way. Well, it was like, okay, so you got this whole (laughs) you got this whole Uh Mandalorian story, you know, following the Mandalorian and Grogu, and and but and then like you took a detour to these characters we'd seen before, but you're like, wait a minute, it felt like we had moved on from that. And now we have the Mandalorian trying to reclaim his spot in the covert and trying to kind of like follow this mythosaur thing. And now we're kind of being dragged back to stuff that I thought was already resolved from season one. And look, there's certainly room for it in the story, but it's like, I don't see how it connects yet. I enjoyed that segment. It was hilarious. I loved that uh, Mon Calamarian uh, mind flayer who was... It's a trap thing. Yeah, there's was... uh somebody pointed out a really good uh joke saying that like because there was like a kind of like mm. a meme or like joke t-shirts that would go around like 
join the empire, join the dark side, we have cookies. Yeah. Like the plot is that Dr. Pershing missed the cookies. And right from cookies from that woman that ended up being revealed to be probably still working for the empire or some form of the empire. Yeah. So I don't know. I just want to talk about that real quick. I just thought like, I just think it's funny how some people just react to it. Like, I don't know. I like some people just want to hate on this. And any well, little thing that gives them a chance, they're gonna hate it. Like no matter yeah. what, it's like That's, Marvel. Also, it's like we'll just find like one little thing. I'll be like, this is it. This is the end of Marvel. Marvel is done. I yeah. can't man. So therefore, everything is over. I'll tell you, I I still, I mean, I'm still on Twitter a whole bunch. Um, I the one thing I will say is for stuff like this, if you find a thing you're excited about, like Star Wars or whatever and you go on twitter it seems like the conversations attract people that will just shit on you or your opinion and i i much prefer reddit i know reddit's got like a bunch of problems but like some of the subreddits that are devoted to you know severance or star wars or the mandalorian or whatever they're all like people that just really enjoy the show and like talking about it and it's just a, a different experience i'm sure there are some subreddits that are horrible but um yeah, I think it's just Twitter culture, the people that hate on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's gotten worse under Musk. But um, I did read, I read a big article uh, today that talked about all the abandoned Star Wars projects. And they talked about, like, you know, different movies and Rogue well, Squadron. They announced and, that uh, David Lind- Lindoff or whatever, his He left. Um, Ryan Johnson's is pretty much scrapped. I figured yep. it would be. I mean, like... Well, one of the things they did say in this article was that uh, the creators said that they're they're taking the Rangers of the New Republic storylines and putting them into the Mandalorian. So that, I think you're right. I think that's exactly what happened. I'm here. fine with that because I mean yeah. they were already in there in the second season. So was, I mean, it's all going to tell part of the bigger story anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe squeezing an extra episode of the Mandalorian. Then I don't know. I mean, they just kind of, like, become better at, like, now, the fact that, like, they just do a whole episode and you put it on and, like, you're like, where the fuck is Mando? Or, yeah. At least we got them. There was, like, story, what they called, like, bookended. Yeah, yeah. What they should have did with Book of Boba Fett when they did Mandalorian. Yeah. Or what they should, like I said from the beginning, what they should have fucking done was say, this is a special, a Mandalorian special. Yeah, yeah. You that would have been good. Two or an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm just hoping they go to a planet that does have like a ranger, like a New Republic ranger, and it's Carl Dune, you know? And it's just. Yes. Oh, what's his face directed? Speaking of this episode, um, uh, what's his face directed it? uh, This episode, uh, Guy Hmm. Apollo Creed, what's his name? Oh, uh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah. He. He directed this episode. He's had like a crazy good career. You know, I mean, he's just really. He's had know. like highs and lows, but it's awesome that he got involved with this. And yeah, I hope his, I like his character. I hope he shows up again this season. I think he's well, like, uh, um, I just like his, like the way he reacts to like the whole Grogu thing. He's like, yeah, it's really, of course it is. Like, that, he just thinks Grogu's like a little like goblin or something it was like it's the way crumbs that are in the trees you know Just mando like, said his name is grogu and yeah he's like 
Sure. Okay. <laughs> like so dismissive. And it's funny. I've been watching the Rocky movies with my son. We watched Rocky three, Rocky four, and Rocky five, right? And yeah. There's like a scene in like Rocky four. Because like Apollo is like a serious character. And oh yeah. I think it's I think they're talking about the robot in Rocky Four. Oh, jeez! And the God. way he and the way Carl Weathers' character reacts <laughs> to the robot is very similar to how he reacts to the yeah, yeah, like, Grogu. It's like the same. It's like that. Just this of like, oh, okay, let's get back onto the task. That's funny. Just, yeah, those are good movies. I I like actually uh, going back and watching Rocky Four. It's still a ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, Russia phobic, uh, like, or USSR. I mean, it's just a silly movie. It's but, a product of its time for sure. Yeah, but it's still really good. Rocky Three, though, I think is underrated. It's like a perfect, it's like the intro to the 80s, the whole Did movie. You? Because yeah. It came out in 82. That's with Clubber Lang. The and, pre- and, yeah. So it, it introduced Mr. T because 18 wasn't even yep. on yet. Yeah, it basically makes Hulk Hogan into the mainstream. Oh yeah, so all I like about huge, that. yeah, they're just all like huge eighties, like huh. just it, it's like the intro of the eighties. It's like a perfect like you know the other movies are like very grounded and. Um, well, I watched Rocky one just like two weeks ago. I have to watch that. I, I'm trying to think if my son will like that. It, it, well, it's slow. It's it's weird because. It's it is slow, but there's a it's a great movie. It is like a full-on 70s classic 70s cinema movie. I mean, not well, as violent watched, as some of them, but I want you know, it's funny. I watched Rocky Five and yeah. I always like that movie. I feel like people shit on it. I don't Which know why people that? hate it. What? Which one was that? That's the one where basically like they lose all their money. Rocky's oh, got like, yeah. brain damage, basically. Yep. He can't box anymore because, you know, he <laughs> bought a, a literal tank. And yeah. it, and it, he's got, like, kind of, like, permanent damage. And yeah, I remember that one. Back in Philly, he trains Tommy Gunn. There's, like, a yeah. Doc King-type character in it. And there's, like, an awesome street fight in the end, though. Like, I feel like they did something different in the movie. Like... Yeah, it was like because after Rocky Four, it was like, what are you gonna do? You just had him fight this like ridiculous character. He went to freaking yeah. Russia. Like, what is he gonna do? He's gonna fight like another guy from a different country. Is he gonna fight like? Right. Uh, uh, is he gonna fight an alien? I mean, you mm. gotta like, and I like that he decided we're gonna ground him and bring him back down yeah. to reality. They lost all their money, and because Paul was an idiot, and like they're back in Philly, and it's a good. Good way to like reset yeah, yeah. everything, and then the whole thing with Tommy Gunn, who's an annoying character, but like who who played Tommy Gunn? Do you Tommy remember? Gunn? Like I think it's the guy's name oh, was geez. Tommy Gunn. Like he was an actual boxer. He ended up dying of AIDS. Like oh wow, yeah. Well, complications of it years later. Yeah, yeah. He died AIDS like in ninety six or something. Uh, uh, but it's such a. Under, I think it's an underappreciated movie. And I remember Roger I mean, watching that. I said, I'm like, that's street fight in the end when they're fighting yeah. the street because it's not a boxing match. Uh, it's awesome. And the whole he like might, John Kane character so, is great. Yeah. I think if he watched those first and then watched Rocky One, he might not like Rocky One. 
but I think Rocky Rocky One's really good. I'm gonna try to get my kid to watch it. Um, he might it's really I good. Think you got him watch Rocky Three first, and then Four and Five. I think he'll watch Rocky One. Yeah, I'd, he. I said he should just watch Creed instead. Yeah, yeah. Creed movies great. Um, but I always thought Rocky Five was like an underappreciated movie. Yeah, it's, it's like a different. He tried. I give him credit. He tried doing something different. I think people. I feel like. Maybe at the time when it came out, it was a good like four years or five years after Rocky Five. Yeah. Away. Um, I think people were just like underwhelmed by it. Kind of like how like good examples like Aliens Three. Yeah, uh resurrection. You know what I mean? You go from like aliens, yeah, full on war with Marines and giant space alien queen in, and then you just have like isolated planet, prison planet with like a dog alien. And I could see like how. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, everything can't be end game, you know? Didn't Fincher direct that, David Fincher? Yeah. I yeah. know we're losing track here. We're not really like, talking about Mandalorian, but yeah. Carl Weathers' well, name got brought up, and now we're down we, Carl Weathers' rabbit hole. Well, um, I, I will agree. And I'll say that I, I'll probably go back and watch the other Rocky movies now, but I, I did rewatch Rocky One. It's amazing. It's really, really good. Um, and Carl Weathers is great in it. He's like, yeah, well, he's basically Muhammad Ali. I mean, that's pretty much yeah. what he is, right? He's, he, yeah, he's, he's Muhammad Ali. Um, it's funny, like, you're watching Rocky Four, and it's like, you know, what happens to him is like really sad. You know, he gets killed by Drago, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's like, it's awful. And then you watch Creed, and uh, you know, it's all about like he had a, a kid out of wedlock, right? And you find out, and he uh it, it's just funny when you watch this like great movie because creed one's really good and again it's like grounded it's not like this silly yeah, yeah. and it's just funny that it's like yeah your dad died you know the night when james brown was singing and trying to tone a big silly russian robot yeah yeah your dad was God. killed by that and, yeah uh, the the the, the Balboas had a big robot that talked to <laughs> you know like, like some of the i guess he did a recent director's cut of Rocky Four? Oh wow, okay. Where like a lot of shit was removed, like dumb stuff, like the robot and like yeah, yeah. Supposedly, like is a new version because like the joke too is that Rocky Four is like seventy percent montage. Yeah, There's a lot of montage scenes, which I don't, I don't mind that with the training and everything. Oh, the montage scenes in Rocky are great. They're like I iconic. Like the, I like the one when he Paulo dies and he gets upset and he gets in the car and drives and then just thinks about scenes from the other movie. I always like that. I always like when uh, <laughs> the director's the cut is just like, the other movies in this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like where they do that too sometimes in Cobra Kai. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that like they have no other memories outside <laughs> of those scenes because, you know. You, yeah. Like, you know, you gotta you gotta have filmed it yeah like, that's why yeah it'd be funny if there's just like new memories that'd be awesome now they well now they could do it with like the the cgi stuff you know cgi fucking ai stuff with the like a tiktok yeah. filter did you see i know we're getting way off field now but did you yeah, see the hollywood the hollywood writers guild today came to some sort of settlement with the directors with the uh, producing whatever they come to settlement with saying that they're okay with ai writing didn't ai write that yeah right <laughs> did, did um, Skynet yeah, write should... that? 
But that's crazy. We are very human, and we agree that we are not as we are far from superior as the superior being that is will create your scripts. These AI seem to come in peace. If you if your human ego need credit, be we will provide your name in a system, and you will get small amount of money of currency exchanged. Yeah. Hey, yeah, bullshit. Who who wrote that? That's no fucking way. It was in I, I read it in variety. Life. It was in we variety could, today. Wait, who agreed to that? The writers guild. Which writer was the writer uh a fucking weird AI drawing with like lots it of was, Yeah, right. Writers guild. Uh oh, agree to that. Writer's Guild AI. Um, Writer's Why Guild. Why would anyone agree? That is insane. That's like, I'm sorry. That's like, well, they're just gonna making sure to get yeah. the technology. The technology the, isn't there yet. Like, why would you? This is at WGA. This is from yesterday in Variety. WGA, the Writer's Guild of America, would allow artificial intelligence and script writing as long as writers maintain credit. So, I mean, I guess like, I mean, you're going like, to have. The, you know, I could see the commentary behind it. Like people will just make a joke, like oh, this make the same shit over and over again. Mm. The same thing. All Marvel movies are the same. And this is the same. All these plots, it all follows the same thing. And it's like, okay, there, there's truth to the fact that there is a formula to things. Well, yeah, and there should be. I mean, for formulaic. No, but there's also a lot of like formulaic plots and like, you know, stuff. So there's some trappings. Yeah. You know, let's say like there's only really like seven stories to be told or something, and they just but get that's told kind over of, and over again and reorganize yeah. like a Taco Bell menu. But that's part of the fun of stories is that you you they're familiar. You know, I mean, like oh, look, a new idea is great. Well, we're all human. You want to appeal. You want it to appeal to you and appeal to. Yeah. Sometimes movies don't age well because they appeal to a certain time period. You know, like the Lombada movies. You know, right. yeah, or it was a dance craze. The of, Forbidden uh, movies, the Forbidden Dance, and the yeah. fact is, you know, I, <laughs> uh, I love that. You got to see that uh, documentary called Electric Boogaloo, or whatever, about like about that Golden movie Globus or something. There was a company in the eighties that made tons of them, and. The, the funny thing about the Lombada, there was two movies that came out because the brothers, oh, yeah. basically the companies oh. split and they were competing with each other to get their Lombada movie out before the other one did. Yeah, because I had a shelf life of about 72 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, the alcohol wore off. Yeah. So, uh, Don Johnson's White Sports Coat, the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Richard Grieco. <laughs> just period. That. Yeah. Just period. Just yeah. So the the idea, but I mean, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're gonna notice how bad it's gonna be if you allow AI to like it can only make what it exists before. Yeah. It's not gonna make new things. Like it, it's not gonna yeah, wow. it it it's tough to innovate. I mean, it's better at synthesizing things, and sometimes you can create something kind of new and surprising by combining old things. Like, well, like Star Wars was. Star Wars was like, you know, westerns in outer space, which had been done with Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers, but it was like, it was still kind of a new, fresh thing. This you is know? what's gonna happen. Um, I, I let the cop, one of the guys that uh, follow, he follows me. He's a writer, 
I don't know, he worked, yeah, and yeah, yeah. for like TV shows and stuff. And he posted about it. And the way he explained it, it was just like, it sounds like uh, there'll be human element. And I said, it sounds like the equivalent of like, you go to like Walmart self checkout and there's like one person who has to like make sure all 10 are actually functioning. Yeah. And that's kind of like what these AI scripts will be. They'll be like one. So people are going to lose, people are going to lose work. People are going to lose jobs. And oh, yeah. be one person now has to be responsible for like 10 scripts. Oh, but an AI mm-hmm. wrote them. Not really. I had to go back and redo it. I had to, re- you know, the words that made no sense. I had to yeah. like, like it ends up creating more work than needed. Like I love how something, you know, some kind of idiots get pro- higher ups, get promised about a new technology. And they're just like, they think that technology can do everything. And it's like, no, yeah. Like I remember I was working at uh, this company, uh, one of my first jobs in apparel, and the guy, the boss is walking around with this kid and he's doing like a tour and, you know, I'm working at, on uh, like a, a boxer or whatever, like a, design, yeah. a t-shirt or a boxer short or something. And he's like, yeah, he uses this program and it does like all the work he's telling the kid. I'm like, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you, dude. Yeah, right? you nothing. You probably think like this thing does everything. Are you high? <laughs> if if that's if everything if it does everything, then why does mine look a million times better than the person down the yeah. next to me? Explain that asshole. Why isn't your kid doing this? Was you <laughs> yeah, why does have your fucking kid do it? Like all he has to do is hit the magic button, right? Yeah. If they could outsource uh, that to someone like overseas for pennies a day, they would. So oh know. yeah, totally. Well, all right, totally. I guess that's a, our, our big diversion for the... We just uh, like The Mandalorian last week. Right. Well, the, now, now we're on to this we week's We started with Grogu, Mandalorian, yeah. and then we went on a whole divergent path, and now we're getting mind-flared, like yes. Dr. Pershing, <laughs> and then we're going to go back to The Mandalorian now. But before we do that, another I saw another theory that came out of last week's episode with the do you, what was the woman's name again? Uh, like Gosh, I don't, the former Imperial woman that revealed I, to be a bad guy in there. I don't remember. Um and, they said uh, that they think she's pregnant. Because there's uh, like she holds her stomach a couple of times in some scenes. Like the actress or the character? The character. Uh, I don't know if the actress is, but the character might be pregnant like she's holding a clone of something like she's uh and right. like the one person's like that's Ray's mom <laughs> like her like, her character is Kane K-A-N-E yeah uh and um I don't know her first name Ella Elia Kane yeah yeah that was a theory yeah. the other theory too about her is that she is a clone which oh. I could believe that, especially yeah. when they said like, "Where do you have memories of your past or whatever?" And she's just kind of like, "No, yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't anything interesting." Yeah, I don't know. That's that is a weird one. I don't know her angle yet. Um, I like that character, you know, because it, it it does it is one that kind of keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Um, uh, well, all right. Well, back to. Baby Grogu, baby baby Yoda, and the cult, the Mandalorian cult. Yes. <laughs> so 
basically the episode begins with uh it, it's like in florida where a bunch of mandalorians are shooting into water <laughs> it looked like they, when i when i lived in florida up near punta gorda there used to be this thing called the redneck yacht club and i'm not kidding it was a mud pit and they would rent atvs and paintball <laughs> guns and all you would see like when you saw photographs of it were like girls in confederate flag bikinis nice. and just God. like funneling like cores light through a tube and i'll tell you man there were multiple deaths per year at this place so nice. the the opening 30 40 seconds of the mandalorian <laughs> episode season three episode four looked like it was at the redneck yacht club it was just a bunch of people on a beach shooting their guns you into the water have, just like you think they would have moved yeah there's like giant they dinosaurs got, yeah like that planet's awful there's like these giant yeah. dinosaur birds there's that yep. giant godzilla like sea turtle alligator monster yep. another one showed up in this episode too. yeah so they're training they're showing basically the mandalorian's training and stuff yes. like that and grogu's just sitting at the beach <laughs> Playing with rocks, but they're really just like I don't know. Hermit crabs or something. Yeah, but and I love it. Like, I'm like, is he gonna try to eat it? I can just see it. Like he's like, Yeah, like he looks like he's gonna eat it. Yeah. And and Manda's like, no, time to train. And this is like this is like the part that made me like crack up. It's just like he's just just like little thing and like a little potato sack. Like you can't even really even talk. And he's just like, he's like, (laughs) little ears move, and it's like He's telling them, like, all right, well, we're going to have Gotta a training fight. session. And the, the kid from last week's episode, who, not la- the first episode of the season, the one that you, they, the little fake out where you thought it was a flashback to Mando. Yeah, yeah. Thing, but it was this new kid and he was becoming, a, he was a foundling and he was becoming part of the, I don't know what the hell they're called, the, the covert. Covert. It, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they're like use the uh I don't know fun weapons. It was basically just paintball. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> they had, basically. They had to like fight each other. And the kid's like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I must have. You want me to fight this little like this adorable what? moppet? <laughs> yeah, this thing's like a foot tall. It's in a potato sack. Like, <laughs> you want me to fight this thing? Okay, I love it. They're like putting the thing on Grogu's arm. <laughs> and that's like. It will even stay on him. Like how tight you gonna make it? It's yeah, it's like it's like putting an adult blood pressure cuff on like a, an infant. It's like, <laughs> or a, a I thought I, I literally thought when he like leaned over, I was like, he's gonna make him wear that as a belt. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, like the potato sack makes him look a little bulkier, but he's yeah. just like a little thing. Well. Know? I thought it was it was a little poignant because like it was weird because like Grogu is um, obviously like super strong in the Force and everything, and it kind of sucked because like the doc the the Jedi's got him and they were going to turn him into a Jedi, which I guess is a good thing, but like basically a fighter or a peacekeeper or whatever. And then the Doctor Pershing got him and was going to, I guess, kill him and no, no, there was no jet. Well, we don't know. Okay, so we don't know what happened to him. They do a flashback. We'll talk about that later. But well, when we left off, he, he was being trained by Luke because that's how season yeah. two ended. And I guess a lot of everyone saw Book of Boba Fett. 
So a lot of people were confused this season. They're like, wait, Grogu is back with Boba Fett? Like, I guess uh, not everyone's insane, like me and you, <laughs> where we watch all of it. Like, some people just watch The Mandalorian. And, yeah. they, and sometimes they don't watch it week to week. They just wait. And at some point, they get to it. And they watch the full season when it's all done. Lunatics. Yeah, fucking psychopaths. Exactly. <laughs> Bastards. Pure scum. Uh, and villainy. Uh, (laughs) so they're probably like wait what they're back together you know it was like a big dramatic moment when he hands luke him to luke he says goodbye Mm -hmm. and then like oh we're just gonna shoehorn them coming back together in another series which is kind of weird and i think that like so i'm what they said the ratings are down on this show which kind of stinks i hope that doesn't affect like the future of the show and i'm curious like how down are they like yeah i I would imagine that like one there was a very long gap between two and three yeah i don't know but okay so now that like mando is back with the group finally it's like it's like fun and games are over for grogu he's like no you're gonna train just like all the other foundlings do and he's just like (laughs) it kind of so i was like I felt a little bad for him because he just wanted to like chill by the beach and play with hermit crabs. And um, now like Mando wants him to like, Mando wants him to like laser dart some kid. And it was like, I don't know. It felt, it felt a little weird, you know, like, yeah. And then of course the kid shoots him. It's really funny. He's just like, Wee! and then <laughs> well, does then it I... again. And the kid's just like, okay, I guess <laughs> we'll do this again. I'll, I mean, they're just like little pimples, like yeah, kind of yeah. harmless. It was but harmless, the, but and but the best is he's like, you know what to do, you've done yeah. this before. And then he kid just like stares, and he flips over him, and then flips back and shoots him three times, yeah, right awesome. in the heart. Like, yeah, right. That's how he wins. Because <clears throat> I guess it was three shots, and he got three shots on him. Yeah, and uh, like, they're like, where did he learn to do that? And he's like, not from me. Yeah. Yeah, because Luke taught him, right? I mean, well, Luke his... taught him, but Luke says in the um, <clears throat> in the Mandalorian, I mean, in the Book of Boba Fett episode, Mandalorian, uh, he says to Ahsoka, "I'm not really training him. It's like I'm kind of jogging his memory." Like, yeah, okay, was, that's right. Uh, he was a Padawan or a youngling, whatever the fuck he was. Yeah, on uh, on pre Clone War during the Clone Wars and whatever. And uh, he was at the Jedi Temple. So he was clearly trained a bit. Even God, he was like a tiny baby at that point. But like, uh, so it's like Luke awakened that. Yeah. Him. So they showed that he can. And in the, I feel like in that second episode of the season, you got to see him kind of do some shit. Like when he flipped down yeah. and landed in the, the ship and he pointed at the robot to take him to the planet. I thought that yeah. Was, like, it was pretty Wee! good. Yeah. <laughs> that thing makes me crack up i can't handle him like when they show him walk it's like the funniest fucking thing like yeah. uh, so something happens and like that uh some freaking flying dinosaur monster comes and takes that kid basically yeah uh which and the so kid that off- that grogu had just beaten yeah the kid so goes that- off to sulk or to reflect on his loss and a big pterodactyl yeah, like i just got beat by a green <laughs> potato things two apples high <laughs> <laughs> like i 
I'm such a loser. <laughs> Literally, I don't care if that thing can flip. I don't care. Yeah. I just got tricked out by a Well, and everyone around him just like told him like, hey, unless you know what you're talking about, don't open your mouth. I mean, like everyone said that to him. Yeah. Uh, and then so, he goes, yeah. And then that dinosaur thing comes and grabs him. Yeah. And uh, so they have to get a hunting party. They get all, well, the fun, they try to chase them, but all their backpacks burn out. Yeah. But we've learned a powerful thing that Mandalorian backpacks do not have an endless. No. Uh, it, it's meant to just like do some high grounds. And if they're falling, they could get saved, but they can't yep. do like. And uh, so they get a hunting party going. And, and that while that happens, the armory lady basically tells Grogu to go in and meet her or something. And yeah. You just see him like walking in. <laughs> He's like waddling in his little like, like potato sack thing, looking <laughs> around for cookies and shit. The potato <laughs> sack. I th- I would I I would not mind if he gets a new outfit by the end of the season. Like I think it's cute, but it's I feel like we really have enough. Cute. It is cute, but if you want to put him in fighting situations and yeah. more serious situations, right? You gotta get him out of that. It's a little too. If silly. you want. Grogu to approach master thespian status and <laughs> take I on the, like the meteor just, roles. I want to take this thing just a little more seriously. Yeah. The little baby version outfit of Yoda's outfit. It's basically that's what it yeah. is. It's a baby version. It's a well, they, like a onesie or like it's like a swaddle blanket or something. It, it wouldn't surprise me because we see it in this episode. He gets another piece of armor. He had the he gets another piece of armor added. She makes him a piece of armor, and while yeah. she's doing that, uh, it jogs memories of yeah, uh, and it goes to Order sixty, the night of Order sixty six, yeah. and temple. his escape from the temple. Yeah, like and clearly they well one they want to make sure all the kids are safe, even though. None of those kids were safe. Yeah, they, none anyway. of them were. But clearly, this one's very important. You know. Yep. Uh, and he gets—he's on an elevator. He gets saved, and then there's a Jedi that helps him. And for, I was like, "Who? I'm like, is that somebody famous?" I'm like, "I feel like I know this guy who's playing him, this Jedi." And he get and has an awesome chase sequence throughout. Yep. Coruscant. So we got to see Coruscant again. They clearly invested in quarters oh, yeah. uh, since the season with the last episode having tons in this one as well. Um, them ex- showing how they basically are Grogu off the planet. And the Jedi is played by Ahmed Vest. Right. And who's Ahmed Vest famous for playing? Jar Jar Binks. Right. Yeah. It was a great, it was, I, when I saw him, the way they revealed the character you know that you're supposed to know something about him. He's not yeah. like, I mean, he's got, a, he's got like a big entrance or a dramatic entrance. People and, were like, I don't know if anyone was like this point, but everyone had this like ridiculous, like who saved Grogu? Like it had to be this like monumental thing. Like it was Obi-Wan. It was Yoda himself. Right, right. It was a one-armed Mace Windu. <laughs> like everyone's like obsessed with thinking that Mace Windu right. come back and somewhere. It's like, no, Mace Windu was killed by... Palpatine and Anakin. Like yeah. I don't think he's coming back. Like who knows? I doubt it. So he gets and the cool thing though, it kind of ends with how it happens where like 
you see a Naboo, sh- they get to a landing platform, you see guards that were from Naboo, and mm-hmm. the Naboo ship, it's like that sleek metal. Yeah. Uh, and they get on it, and uh, what's his face gets on it too, right? Uh, I'm the best character gets on it. He survives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it kind of ends there. So we don't know like what happens next. I would imagine they got to Naboo. Now there's a couple of theories that, uh, well, one, Jar Jar was a senator. Yeah, of the group. I don't know why anyone would make that guy uh, senator, but then again, we do have Senator Rand Paul. True, the Jar Jar Binks of the Senate. So yeah, Jar Jar would actually be a middle of the road senator in our own. Senate. Yeah, he'd just so be like Ted Cruz. Like, no, not even. Yeah, not no, even, he'd yeah. be like he'd be like the. He'd be like the second senator from a state that may be like. 50 50 you know a purplish state he'd just be like some rando uh, that like woke right accidentally stepping in the crap of the j6ers who like oh, yeah, that's a yeah. <laughs> Misa don't like me johnny yeah. <laughs> woke. right <laughs> that's a woke <laughs> god well we yeah so we, the we don't really... is that Maybe it's Jar Jar who saved him. The other rumor is that Palpatine, who was from Naboo, saved him, knowing that maybe that's a good uh, that's a good specimen to keep alive. Yeah, protect. Yeah. Being that that's what the first season episode was season, and even the second mm-hmm. season. I love that in the second one when they did capture Grogu. Remember he was being held, and yeah, like, was like, "Yeah, I just need like a little blood sample. It's all good." Mm. Yeah, we didn't have to kill him. I'm just like, take a little blood. Thanks. That was it. All this work. I could have just done that there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we got a little bit of a flashback, and then Grogu gets like some armor. Mm. Again, it's just going under the little potato sack. He already has like the little chainmail. Now he's got a little armor. Someone, I think someone said like he has to wear like a helmet now, and they're like, no, he's too young or something. I'm just like. Marketing's not gonna allow that. Mm-hmm. Well, they <laughs> said you can't cover that little little raisin face. He, he said that he's too young to speak, and you can't you don't have to wear a helmet until you're old enough to speak the creed. Yeah. So we got a little while on this at least. Um, but it is it's, it's weird, like in a not to be like too serious about this show, but um, you know, what what if baby Yoda doesn't want to be a Mandalorian? You know, I mean, like, I don't know, yeah, I know he wants funny. to stay. It's like, he didn't want to it's like he didn't want to stay with luke because he wanted to go back to his like dad or whatever he is yeah and now his dad's like we got to join my cult you're gonna yeah you're in a fucking cult now it's like what i was with this other guy and he just had me like hop on stones yeah like talk about like new age bullshit and you're now putting putting me in some weird ass QAnon cult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like shooting, shooting fucking the shooting the water like a bunch of morons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Grogu just wanted to like race around the galaxy with Mando, like you know, just have a good time and like go do shit, some food, and just... didn't want to like sit on the fucking beach and fight other kids like it's a uh, bum fights or something. You know, I mean, like Chope <laughs> and uh, was it a boy fight? Yeah, like the that... like. Or right. uh, or peacemaker's brother and him, yeah, the kid and the his dad made him do pit fight. Like the armor's <laughs> got like a streaming kid fighting channel or something. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> what are these cameras for? <laughs> right. So, 
I don't know. You, know, you think this armor's uh you think this shit pays for itself, buddy? You think <laughs> I thought that was kind of a sad property pays for itself. Well, I think at some point you're probably gonna see a conflict where it's like where the Mandalorian, where Mando's gonna have to make a choice. Do I do I choose to stay with this covert or do I go with I my feel kid? Like you know, he's not gonna stay. Something's gonna happen and he's not gonna stay. Because it, well, one, it's like if you go by like the Western and everything like that, a character like that does not stay yeah. in one place. They never right. they move on from town to town. They go to different places. They don't just they don't just stay. The and I just feel like at some something's gonna happen, and he's gonna leave. Yeah, or it's gonna fall apart. I I still don't. So back to the so they they save the kid. Uh-huh. They, they they have to like I love they have to like. Uh, She's Pokatons explaining what they would have to do and climb up these rocks. I love that big dude with the Gatling gun. And it's just like, yeah. you know, I know that Gatling gun's awesome. Maybe just leave it here so you could climb better. Pack I mean, light. Yeah. Pack. I can't imagine that. That thing's got to be heavy as shit, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, even the stunt double's probably like, oh, man, this pops heavy as fuck, too. I mean, it's paper mache, but it's fucking heavy as hell. Right. Uh, <laughs> they save it and love that there's these babies. And uh, then yeah, other bird shows up and just like spits the kid out. <laughs> and they they're able to take it on. They, they, it's a big fight. Yeah, yeah. Then they knock it down into the water, and then that big alligator. So it goes back to episode one too. Jar Jar Binks is in this episode, uh, or the guy who played it mm-hmm. is that great line and and one of the best lines in episode one when they're going through the uh, the. Uh, the water that gets to the Naboo part. I don't know what yeah, the yeah. fuck it was. It like the ocean or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. And they get attacked by some sea creature, and then, like, this giant one comes, and they're like, there's always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish. And it was just like that. The, that thing got eaten up. And the, then you're, like, watching, you're like, oh, they got the kid, but, man, there was, like, three little babies. Right. And guess what? Boca they, uh, the ship lands, everyone gets off, and then you see three fucking baby. They look <laughs> you like new babies for new cute babies, gross ass pterodactyl babies. Well, I'm assuming they're gonna train them as mounts, you know. They're gonna like Yeah, I mean, well, they said that like Mandalorians like are beast riders or some yeah. shit. Like the Avatar people, whatever. And uh because even like Boba Fett rides the Rancor, and he's like. Really, he's like, he's oh like, yeah, that's right, yeah. I'm gonna ride that rancor. <laughs> we'll ride it good. Yeah. And, uh, he yeah. said that, right? He said like a bantha. <laughs> bantha. What a fucking weird line. Yeah. I thought that was so bizarre. Like, I could see people hating this just from that. Like, like a bantha. You're like, it- hey man, both that's a sick ass character. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. I don't really know. He's really mysterious and shit. Yeah. And he's got this rocket launcher. We don't really know much about him. And then it's like, like a bantha. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all of a sudden. I was thinking it was going to be. Yeah. It was a little. The mystique uh, gets lost in that. Yeah. I, I I will admit that you're you're right. The um, Boba Fett was probably more for real fans of the show. Like real, what? real fans. Uh, the show, the Boba Fett show. Oh, well, I think the problem is that real Boba Fett fans did not like Boba Fett. Mm, That was the problem. Uh, Or I I remember I left a tweet one time like, hey, how come Boba Fett's not acting like the tattoo on my arm? (laughs) 
of Bubba Fett. <laughs> I'm like, why isn't he doing that? It's kind of funny, man. That scene at the beach was made me crack up. I don't know. I had to like, there's just like all these like people and like different Boba Fett outfits. And I was, was like, maybe this is like a little too much Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> I will say um, the, the weird thing here, I think, okay. So what is you have uh, last week was called the convert and this week is the foundling. Um, it seems like, and you, you were about to say something about this a minute ago, that the Bo-Katan story is kind of like taking, you see it shape, taking shape, you know? Well, and- she, it's the great, so in her fight to see, because she led, oh, that was the other great part, is because she was leading the party, um, and they all, it's like time to eat, and she's like, well, what do we do? And it's like, yeah. everyone's like, we got to go off to our own places to eat. It's so fucking weird and sad, actually. It is. You know? It's but a then- horrible, I don't think it's a good, like, from a social aspect, it's terrible. How do you really connect with people if you know we're supposed to be wearing these masks? Man? Yeah, I want to see your beautiful smiling faces. I will say that that's Sorry, like look, that COVID. That was a that was a little uh, uh, right. COVID nineteen yeah, joke there, making fun of those people. But I mean, like, uh, minus a brutal pandemic. Uh, you know, you're sitting around the fire, and it's like, all right, send me. All right, everybody, just. Go off to your own places and make sure no one sees your face or you're going to have to go to the fucking planet and go into this water if you want to be welcomed back. It is super weird that like, like, look, I, I'm just riding with it because it's a science fiction show. I just, it's the rules, they say, whatever. But like, you wonder if they had it to do all over again. If they, if like, was that really a super necessary plot point? Like, Well, I feel like that's where it could change. Because like I said, it's like the same thing with like Hasidics, like having to wear these like, ridiculously heavy coats and hats in the summertime of new york and it's like dude you don't live in poland in the like, right. <laughs> 20s anymore you don't have to do this but it's in their culture and they do it and uh there's but that's a real know, religion based on real but people and like stuff is also kind of based off of like yeah nomadic folk and yeah stuff, and yeah. everything like that so so basically though they're told bo like that one guy, the that guy with the John Favre voice, yeah, as to basically, well, you're the leader of the party, so you get to sit by the fire. And it's just kind of funny. She like takes the helmet off, and she's like, "Oh, I need to wash my face." <laughs> my pores are so clogged. <laughs> yeah, like oh god, I have to exfoliate. She's like sitting there eating by the fire, and it's yeah. like she probably thinks like this is a little ridiculous, but whatever. This is where she's at right now. But so, it's weird because she was she was sitting alone in that castle, you know, yeah. before you know, re- just recently. People. Yeah, and now it's like she's all people. in. It's like you gotta eat, man. It's like oh no, we don't talk to each other. We all go. You know, it'd be a really that's a really great way if like you don't like somebody and the Mandalorian, like if you're one of those group and you don't like someone, the best thing you can do. Is yeah. walk in on somebody with their Sneak up on them. Be like that guy. Yeah, I saw his face. See screenshot like, it, here, buddy. Screenshot it. Send it to everyone. Just You're at, this guy's mask was off. He was. He went up to me. He was like, "Hey, buddy, I don't care. I'm wearing this is my right. face now." Yeah, I could tell. Totally, like, that'd be a good way to get rid of people. <laughs> yeah, it just seems weird too that like the the family structure of Mandalorians. Like, if you have a mom Mandalorian. And a dad Mandalorian, and they're making a little Mandalorian. They just have like their helmets on the whole time, like even around I the house. Imagine like, that, uh, 
During coitus, you should be able to take the helmet off. I don't think so. That's not the way. Oh, God, that's going to suck. And they're like, what are they like? I mean, you got to figure like, like there could never be like locker rooms. Like there's no LA fitness in the Mandalorian world. Cause well, like, they are on like a weird little desert planet right now. Yeah. Or like they're, they're not in like a major city or anything. <laughs> they're sitting there shooting the water like in <laughs> Florida. So, so she, she gets like a, a piece of her armor knocked off. So when yes. they back everyone, the armory person tells Bo-Katan to come in, you know, you need a new piece. And she's like, "Well, I'd like to get, you know, it's all about the house." And I, I don't, yeah. I don't forget the name of her house, whatever. It's, it's like, the Night Owl. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, I would like to get. Can I get a second one?" And she's like, "Well, what is it?" And it's like the Mythosaur, and the lady's like, "Well, the Mythosaur belongs to all of us, even yeah. though that's got a Mythosaur on him." Um, that that thing. Uh, and so she's like, "We can all, you know, you can add that to you." And she gets that new armor in the end, and. Yeah. Uh, she I love it when she tells him, like, oh, I saw the mythosaur. And it's like, yeah. oh, you're being part of this group. You see all kinds of yeah, right? You're like, no, I really saw it. And I bet she's even like, mm-hmm. bitch is lying. Yeah. <laughs> I love when she tells her that. It's like, yeah, you know, you're just a little close to that mythosaur mm-hmm. now that you're you took the creed, you know. It's like being part of a cult or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, I saw Xenu, yeah, right? like, on the tenth level. So you get to see the Xenu now. Did you notice that when Baby Yoda got his armor, it had Mando's uh, sigil on it? Oh, it, yeah. It's the Mudhorn thing, right? Yeah, yeah well, that's yeah. He, yeah, that's their their creed or whatever the hell. The House is. of Two, yeah. House of Two. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I like this episode a lot. You got a lot. If you like Baby Yoda, this is your episode. Lots of Baby Yoda stuff. Yep. Open revelations. Awesome chase scene and car It's always fun. Great Ahmad Best. Uh, great monster effects in this episode. Oh, yeah. The uh, baby. If you like, you're like, I need more baby animals, but I want them bigger and grosser. Yep. This is your episode. You got three nasty baby. You were heard. Dinosaur things that I'm sure are going to do all kinds of funny shit in the next episode. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you were heard. You you were not forgotten. You yeah, it was a great uh, episode, and I can't believe they fit all that in thirty like thirty one. It's minutes, a shorter episode, but yeah. it's crammed with all that gram. I mean, yeah. it's a solid <laughs> episode. Uh, I have no idea where the season's going. That's Honestly. the thing. I mean, obviously, it's it's a lot of it's what's going to happen with Bo Katan, right? Like, is she I the almost, like is she savior? gonna? Like, well, the armory person's like it's like a mat. I don't. I guess you would say it's a matriarchy, right? I mean, she's like the leader. I would she's say. the leader or the the rule keeper. Or she's whatever. like the de facto leader, but like I don't know. I could almost see like Bo-Katan just usurping her, and she, her she would just be like, "Well, this is the way," <laughs> you know. Well, that's it. Is that weapons? It's like I'm not really. You yeah, know, there is no sure leader following the rules, but I I could see her. Coming in and taking over and then trying to changing the rules and shit, you know, and I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Um, I don't know how many. Is it only eight episodes? If it is, Um, that is a good question. It looks like eight episodes. So we are halfway through. Yeah, I don't know uh, what to expect this season. Well, and then the, the the next episode is directed by Peter Ramsey. Um, 
who I don't know too much about. I guess he directed Into the Spider-Verse, co-directed oh. Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that could be cool then. And then uh, then we got a Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Mm. And then that guy whose name I can never pronounce, Rick Famuyiwa, um, who's directed a ton of the really good ones. So Bryce Dallas Howard has directed a, a few good ones. She did some good ones too. I think she did that awesome one. Pretty sure she's the one who directed that episode with Mando on the space station in the with Boba Fett show. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Uh, and she did the Bo-Katan episode, uh, the first Bo-Katan episode. Yeah, so that I'm, makes sense. I'm curious like, where it'll go. And like you said, yeah, it's interesting. It's like, will Grogu, does he want to be part of this too? It's like, maybe he doesn't want to do any of this shit. Maybe he wants he to be a kid and like... You know, he's like, listen, I'm fucking 50 years old, man. You right. Know? This is my youth. You know, you're like, I'm just like learning to say like gibberish. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> this is like, I got to sow my wild oats soon. You know, I got to like well, fucking space sticks, whatever, death sticks, whatever that shit is. You know, <laughs> start experimenting. I would imagine that at some point, too, that, that storyline with like the, the, former empire people being assimilated into the new republic that's going to converge with what's going on i'm assuming we'll get some pirate shit too yeah in the previews there was a awesome scene where clearly he needs to do something and go somewhere and get like a robot thing and the joke is it's like an inverse of the cantina from the first movie where it's an actual bar for droids oh that's funny that was in the preview that they released and i remember like that i was like oh that's really funny it's like an yeah of like because droids were not allowed in the bar in the right first movie. like they were like no droids allowed and i'm a, like a, here's a droid bar that's yeah, funny bar. yeah yeah what do they drink oil oil, like, you know, oil. brando uh brando. <laughs> the, the the whole this is a great great show um it's kind of weird there's not like a ton on right now I'm kind of like I rewatched The Bear, which was an amazing show. Well, I thought Succession comes back. Yeah, it's the last season too. Yep, I've watched that. Oh, Yellow and Jackets come. Yellow back. Jackets comes back too. Yeah, part of me, like I want to watch it, but part of me like almost wants to just like wait till a bunch of them are on and then watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I may do that with Yellow Jackets. I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure out what I'm doing with Yellow Jackets. I started watching this show on Sci-Fi called The Ark. Um, yeah, I didn't. I have no idea. I don't have sci-fi, so it was. Well, it's I. I look. I've I've watched every episode, so I can't say I don't like it. It's like it's a sci-fi show. You can tell it was made in like in Canada in association with like Bulgaria or something. You always like notice the same like six character actors that are in like every sci-fi yep. production that's from Canada. There's like and, always, like specific actors, and they they're in all the like yeah. in Canada these motherfuckers are going to be in it yep and uh but it's got some cool plot twists and i kind of like it so anyway uh the, the mandalorian is like the the big thing i'm watching right now well right so. now we're watching a show called swarm on Amazon. oh is that good yeah i've heard yeah, it. it's, it's like a beyonce up. horror yeah, it, movie it's it's a it's pretty crazy and uh did you not did you watch part 2 yet of the glory Boy, no i haven't no, is that uh, good I mean, you saw part one. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I just I liked you know. it. It's a, it gets a little uh, like couple episodes. It's like a little convoluted, but like 
The last episode's really good. Wraps okay. up. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but... But does it have a good payoff? Yes. Okay, yeah. Good. It all, everything comes together. That's, if you can watch it, watch it. We can talk about it on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch that this week. Uh, um, I liked it. I'm trying to think of what else is there right now. Um, what was something else recently? Another did show. you ever watch The Bear? That show on... No, um, I just didn't get so into good. it. I, so I, good. I don't know. It reminds me of these other shows. I, I, maybe. I, I, I'll think about it. I just, it's real good. Like, I, did, I have a $300 knife, but I live in a, I don't know, a shoebox. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, it's it's know. a little different. Than, but yeah, it, it's a great, great show. I like that, that um, you said that one guy who was in The Bear was in the Andor. The guy who yeah. was supposed to be a scumbag. Yeah, he uh, even something something. Um, he was great in the Bear, and he was great in uh, uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, so. he was also oh, not Mandalorian. Was Andor. The, he was also in the Punisher. That guy. Oh, that's Mike. right. Yeah, like yeah. the first season. Huh. No. All um, right. So yeah, I guess we'll talk about real stuff now versus stuff. Yeah. With- Puppets and potato sacks. I will well, say before I end it off, like I said, I don't think it's a bad idea to give by the end of the season, give Grogu a new outfit. Like it's almost like they use his outfit as a way to make him more of a puppet and less of yeah. a CGI character. Because you you know, the big thing is like the walking thing, right? And if you have yeah. like a puppet, it's like you don't have to like show like these perfect legs moving. It's like I would say. If you can put him in like an Adidas tracksuit, or <laughs> yeah, like the tracksuit mafia from uh, yep. from Hawkeye, <laughs> give him a Kangol cap, you know, like yep. the kind of like an inverted bucket cap. Yep, uh, that would work. Um, we'll have to be careful with it though. Or dress him up like Tiger King. There you go. That, oh, they had, they, yeah, had a great piece of art with that. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Good one, yeah. Thanks. Or dress him up as uh, another Star Wars character you like, you know, just like dress him up as like your favorite Star Wars character. Yeah, he wears like you know that awesome outfit that Luke wears in the end of Star Wars. I yeah, love it. I was like, what in the comics he'd wear that and stuff like that. Right, that's like, like his great costume. I'm like, I would have probably wore that instead of like the little freaking freaking pajamas he wears through that movie. He wears this awesome yellow jacket with black shirt, and it's like full. Yeah. Like, Kind of like a like not Han Solo, but like a little more badass outfit. And I was like, he never wore that. I saw a great clip of Mark Hamill on like Jimmy Kimmel or some, some show recently, and he was talking about how he was reminiscing about filming Star Wars with Harrison Ford. And he said after they shot the trash compactor scene, they were doing the next scene, and he pulled uh Lucas aside and he was like, Shouldn't my hair be all like wet and with like shit in it and stuff? And uh, Harrison Ford pulled Mark Hamill aside and said, look, kid, it ain't that kind of movie. <laughs> We're making a piece of shit here, kid. <laughs> he said, if they're looking at your hair, then we got bigger problems. Than just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get the continuity. Yeah. No, I think yeah, I, I Mark... Mark Hamill has these like things, like even like uh, when he filmed like Last Jedi, he's like, I talked to Ryan Johnson. And I was like. Why is my character like this? Right. <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> this isn't Luke. Right. <laughs> what is, yeah, okay. Well, this, anyway. I have this All great right. idea, guys. Before we move on. Got this great idea. Okay. 
What if we take a character that everybody's wanting to see forever? See, the last time he made an appearance in film was 1983. We haven't seen him, and now he's in a, he's older, and we're getting Luke back. What do you want? Original to actor. Yep. Original actor. It ended on an awesome moment in the episode in the set in the freaking episode seven, or whatever. Yep. Where he's like in the more Jedi robes. What do we do with them? I have an idea. To make him fucking miserable and he doesn't give a shit and he hates everything and he could give a fuck about the force. <laughs> yeah. That is... He doesn't really train uh Ray just kind of fucks with her, bitch. Just a crazy choice. I have an idea. She hands him a lightsaber and he looks at it and he goes, Hey, you know that last movie that was all about the lightsaber? Yeah. Well, I'm literally throwing up throwing it away yeah, I, so I thought it was funny. kind of funny when i first saw it but it's like symbolic it's like i'm literally taking that whole ass yeah. and just sucking it that's funny i don't give a fuck here <laughs> uh, oh well all right well, well this yeah this will be an awkward transition because this, well, this, this, speaking this, of uh speaking, speaking of poor decisions um uh the 20 the week we're at the 20th anniversary of the iraq war yeah there was like couple days ago was like the first bombing of uh iraq yeah and uh yeah we were there you know it's like i don't know i guess like during the obama years it kind of waned out a bit right like well is it the 20th or the 30th it can't be the 20th no it's not the 30th dude yeah iraq started in 2003 it was 2003 when it started yeah you know what in my head i just i'd uh conflated the the persian gulf war with the iraq war yeah so that's, that's what happened there and briefly. it was yeah it was 2000 um it was 2003 it, it yeah. basically i mean it basically started after 9 11 they were already like you know they waited a couple months to really yeah pushing it they used all of 2002 to scare everyone by saying right hold well, on that's when Yellow oh, right. cake, uranium, yeah. and we, yeah, we were getting these. You're gonna constant... have to duct tape your windows. You're gonna have to, yeah, that's right. They're gonna come to your town of yeah. four thousand people, and they're gonna, they're gonna well, blow up the Dairy Queen. That's when you started hearing like dirty, dirty bombs, and you were like, yeah, if you you might see a truck driven by a, a Middle bag, Eastern, yeah, a left by like they just played into everyone's fear. Yeah, they were like, oh yeah, you remember that guy Saddam? You remember Saddam? He's one of the nine eleven. You you guys said it was Osama. You got to go after him. Yeah. So remember Saddam did that. Remember Saddam? Yeah. He would. Uh, you know, I remember like Fox News, like or when they would show like a painting on the wall in Iraq, and it was like nine yeah. eleven. I was like, that's mean they did it. That could be anywhere. Like, do you see? Do you see the shitty painting on a, a mural on a wall? It was. I remember too, because like the the ones I remember the most are obviously Rumsfeld and Cheney and Rice with with a big. I mean, George W. Bush obviously was in that mix, but like I just remember how galling it was to see Condoleezza Rice say like no one could have foreseen this happening when she literally had a report on her desk saying like hey heads up this 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 could happen um and um all of those people I mean maybe not all of them but a lot of those people walked away 
enriched from that. I think Condoleezza became like a chancellor at Stanford. Oh like yeah, a, those people a, were rich before the administration started and they got richer after it. They didn't pay well, any... Well, not only did they, they get paid, richer, but they got respect. Yeah, they paid no consequences. Like, I remember like in the end of the... Like, towards the end of the Bush administration, like, Congressman Rice was on an episode of fucking 30 Rock. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, th- that's the you thing like that calls me. You're informing this person. The media I know they're going to be rich. The media, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, they they should be like shunned and like sent yeah. to the second, like the freaking darkest corners of the earth. Have like, shoes thrown at them. Yeah. Well, literally, know? Bush did get a shoe yeah. thrown on, even though he died. Right. But that's like one out of five. Yeah. Imagine that connected. That would have been sick. That shoe been hilarious. Him. That would have been so fucking funny. Even just hit like a shoulder, just like. Yeah. Anywhere. His his dodge. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny actually. Though he's like, I love this game. It's like, dude, is this the first? This is not the first time someone threw a shoe at you. You're you're a little too good at this. Like, I feel like Laura has probably thrown a shoe at him. Yeah, or or Mama Barb. Like, oh yeah, definitely. He probably threw a meekly round. So yeah, I mean, the war was complete fucking lie. Let me tell you, I don't know where where were you living at the time when it happened. Were you in Florida? Um, well, yeah, because I had just moved to Florida right before 9-11. Let me tell you, I was living in Long Island and I was working at this place in Long Island, and it was very everywhere, it was like very conservative. Everybody there, it's like Long Island. So it was like everybody there, like either was pro-rec war or very like uh mm-hmm. very uh ambivalent. Yeah. Shit. Well, and I was like probably the only one that was like I'm like, this is such a bad idea. I remember a lot of my liberal and progressive friends being pro-Iraq war. Frankly, I mean, I do. Well, it was brainwashing. And the thing is, like, everybody, like, and I was like, how, like, this is a bad idea. Like, this makes no sense. If you had some, and this is just my 20 years later reminiscing, I remember being against it because I was really against the, the Persian Gulf War happened when I was in college. I was never in any danger of being drafted, but like twelve. I was like old, uh, twelve or thirteen. I was yeah, thirteen. I think when it like happened. nineteen, twenty-year-old me at the time thought I was in danger of getting drafted. So I was like pretty against the war. My dad was super against Vietnam. Like it's just kind of runs in my family. So I, I was like, the Desert Storm was a weird war. It was like a. It was like a. Uh, it was over in like a month. It was very strange. It was a lot ton of marketing, man. I remember like they had yeah. Joe toys when I was a kid. Well, they that's like, when like CNN was starting to be a big yeah, thing. I mean, it like was that like be- heavily promoted. Yeah. Like, Donald's bad guy. It's like joke is like a couple of years before that we were working with them. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that well, long we were, ago. Yeah, and like, and they said like Iraq was always like kind of like a like it wasn't perfect. <clears> it was like, a secular name, a more secular nation actually where people could actually get wealthy like you like there's somewhere it's like you can't break your station and iraq was like supposedly one of the rare countries in the middle east where it was like you could actually succeed you could it had like the oldest museum in the world there it was complete we destroyed well that's yeah that's where they wrote um like honestly the for like christians and um uh, well, any of the Abrahamic religions, they believe that Adam and Eve were living in Iraq. They think yeah. that's where it happened, and that's where they wrote Gilgamesh, the one like the oldest written work in and, history. Uh, that's like, where that fucking those scumbags who own Hobby Lobby they yeah they basically bought stolen property from that museum. Yeah, they 
I, they got caught. I don't know if they had, they, I think they had to give it back or something, but like, like so much shit was stolen and like, okay. So we went in there. First of all, everyone was like, it was, a, I, I hate it. Like you and my dad, like I argued with my dad. It was weird. Like my dad was like, I don't think he was like hundred percent gung ho with it, but he wasn't like against it. Right. It was weird. My family, like I was the only one. And like, I go to those, I went to a bunch of protests there. I went to a bunch of like a really big one in New York. It was insane. It was like my first major protest. And I just been like, I thought I, it was like everyone I knew was like, I had some friends who were like straight up conservative. So like that wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. I love all these people who claim they're like anti-war now when it comes to like Russia with Ukraine. Yeah. All those motherfuckers would be supporting the Iraq war. Yeah. 100%. They would have been well, 100% supporting the Iraq war. I do remember. And I think if you, um, and again, I'm kind of remembering back from 20 years ago. I had, I know for a fact, I had multiple progressive liberal friends, like, like straight up reliable liberals, you know, like, that would do the work. And they were pretty supportive of the Iraq war initially, you know, and um, later they they came out and said they were against it and I whatever bad from the start and, uh, yeah no i did too but it was more of a, a knee-jerk reaction on my part i didn't i just didn't like wars you know so i well i, I knew it was it. bullshit because i knew that they were liars i knew they were a lying administration i knew they were full of crap yeah they didn't do anything about afghan they didn't do anything about osama bin laden they let him go away yeah you know we were told he was the one who did it and they never got him obama got him like fuck like 10 years later uh like you know it was like the weirdest thing and it was i did not like that time period I, like my wife was against it but you know we were just starting yeah. like uh like a year or two before that and uh so thankfully it wasn't like something that strained our relationship or anything, right right you know what I mean? and i'll be honest with you like after 9 11 happened like i hated bush i voted against him 2000 i the idea of him as president like yeah, I knew they stole the election in 2000. Yep. Oh, like, yeah. I was adamantly against it. But, like, he, I was like, listen, you know, he's the fucking president. And he's, you know, he went on that hill and he said, uh, that mound of rubble. And he said, yeah. I hear you. And we're going to get those people that did this. And, you know, I was like, well, I mean, he's the fucking president. He did fine after he he did optically really well, right? He had like a ninety percent approval rating. The yeah. guy was untouchable for years. People, I don't think people realize that. Like, how much? That's why, like, as much as Trump sucked, he was kind of like a gift too, because there was a sharp divide, and there was like a ton of people that did not like you just disrespected him, and yeah. he he deserved it. But with Bush, it was like. People were afraid on so yeah. many levels, all media, everything. They would not question him. I remember well, Art Fleischer said that thing like a week or two. Oh, ago. yeah. Watch like, what you say. Yeah. You don't question him. This is not it. And the, and the media went 100% behind him. All yeah. of them, any dissenting kind of voices were fired or not invited back on. They would let like, um, I mean, what was it like MTV? I remember did like a special one time about the anti-war and they have like the Gillen halls be the, it'd be about them. And oh like, yeah. You were being told that like this Iraq war was like, you would see like working class kids from the middle of the country being sent off to war. Those are the real Americans. Those are the pro-war. And then you have these little rich kids who claim, you know, they would do bullshit and try to anything they could to destroy the peace movement by saying like, 
oh, these are people who don't work. These people don't care about America. These people, and it's like, dude, you're, no, you're being conned. You're yeah. being sent off to this war. I still remember seeing like babies being like 18 year old kids. That's when you start oh, yeah. seeing like, women in the military a lot. You've seen these like young women too, who sort of fucking physical battle and they came back and they were fucking missing limbs, missing eyes, yeah. damage, disease, everything. And it was like, it wasn't even just like, okay, so we went in there and bombed it. It's the destabilization of the country where Rumsfeld was like, eh, fuck it. Let it all destabilize. And then the yeah. war lasted like another decade. And it just got worse and worse every year. And I just remember like the media was so in bed with the Bush administration. Oh, they were literally embedded. I mean, that was yeah. like a term. Like I'm embedded yeah. with the. They'd have like old generals on and it was just nonstop propaganda. And it was like. With this, I don't feel safe with this country had nothing to do with 9-11. Yeah. And I said, I remember getting an argument with my dad, and I said, I said, all this is gonna do is create more terrorists. Oh, yeah. Or what we deem as terrorists. I mean, like if if we came and we blow up and kill your and you're like one of the only surviving members of your family, yeah, come on. Of course, we're the great Satan. <laughs> You know, they showed footage of people like throwing people on the side of a water bottle. Like, yeah, we literally just blew up all your infrastructure. Yeah. I mean, it was having pretty running grotesque. water for the next decade. Here's a bottle of water. Well, I know that today, like even today, when I'm on on uh Twitter or you know, wherever I'm uh, there's like certain certain people, like a lot of people hated Trump. A lot of liberals, progressives hated Trump. And but there's a certain there's a certain type of liberal or progressive that thinks Bush is 10 times worse than Trump, you know? And, um, well, good... I think they're both like, if it wasn't for COVID, I would think that Bush would still be is, and I still think Bush is the worst president of the United States. Like COVID is basically showed like how horrible like i don't know how bush would react <clears throat> to covid i have no idea i'll bet she'd be competent i think that's the I thing don't is know. Like, i don't i don't know i don't think it would blow up like it did i have no idea i don't know i think when it's you're talking like, about like best or worst or whatever type of president you gotta look at like what you're evaluating like bush trump, was the worst bush is the worst but yeah, it, trump, it, it, bush may have been the most evil but trump was like the least competent he was he was just a self selfish boob i mean the only thing that you would say he's the worst is that he put nobody in positions. It like it were like positions that were never filled. It was like unfunctioning government for yeah. Four years. That's why I say Trump is worse. It just as like <laughs> competency. Like Trump, Trump was like it just depends on what you consider like it's what you're measuring acts, but I would say Bush probably the worst because you know we were supposed to like this was the turn of the century. We were supposed to like get clean energy we were supposed to do all that and he was the worst president to have at the time because it was like no nope, we're not going to advance in society yeah. no nope, we're going to push religious doctrine in this country all the crazy shit you see the magachos do it all stems to bush yeah that's where like, it started like it's funny you hear like the chuds and stuff say all kinds of crazy shit about trump and everything like that it's not much different than the stuff they would say when Bush was president. Like, I would yeah. hear all kinds of insanity. I remember watching, like, The Real World. This is, like, one of the last seasons I watched. And they had this one guy, this young black guy, and he was the one anti-war guy. This was, like, in 2004, I think. Okay, yeah. So we're already, like, a year into this. And I remember there was, like, like douchey frat guys, and there was one douche guy who's like, they killed 4,000 of our people. And I'm like, well, 
I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, there's so many things wrong here, but like, yeah, what it wasn't for that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, right. But I'm like, this is that guy was the norm. Yeah, it was. Like, that was true. That's why it's like, wait, you think QAnon, like, oh, it's crazy. QAnon's so nuts. I mean, it's nuts, but like, I'm not shocked that, that, that people easily fall for it. Yeah, QAnon, those are different things. Like, 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 it is kind of insane to believe Condoleezza Rice and George Bush when, like, they're telling you things that are demonstrably untrue. But or, QAnon yeah. is like JFK Jr. Well, is I, this it's homeless guy. Of, all right, maybe another example is like Trump's going to build a wall. Yeah, right. Really, here. you really think he's going to build a wall? And if like, you think we have the infrastructure for that? Like, is it worth doing for that? Like. We probably could come up with better systems. Like this is so stupid. Yeah. You know, like there's so many conspiracies. Like the Iraq War itself was a conspiracy. The idea yeah. of like there being weapons of mass destruction. And like I remember, like a year into the war, and like Bush did some like press corps dinner or whatever, and he's like laughing about it. Like they did like a video of like here's me looking for those weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. And this is something like body bags are already coming back, and we're not even talking like millions of iraqis that were killed or displaced because you know most of the people in this country don't give a shit about that so you got to talk to them about on their level be like well, we're talking american soldiers like they're coming back they're in body bags they were hiding the bodies yeah. they were hiding it got so bad they were hiding i remember that. that no one could see the graves no one could see like uh, not the great, but the caskets coming back. The, like, there's yeah. You, every once in a while, you'd see an image of like caskets being put on a plane, and then like you wouldn't see the image again. And Iraq like it was was a fucking meat grinder. Yeah. Like, and it was all based on a lie, a multiple lies. Like you watched in 2002 when they were like, "All right, how do we package this?" Well, we can't really say that. We can't really say that um, Saddam cause 911 because it is we can it could be easily like disputed and we're right. trying to get as many people on our side uh like and then it's like they kind of ended with the bullshit iraqi freedom like well we're free yeah, we're gonna get right. that they're gonna have democracy and they were like all these scumbags like neocons and all them they were on tv and they were like the war will pay for itself yeah I all the that. oil we're gonna get and the freedom like, dividend yeah, the freedom. Yeah. And uh, the joke, they would have like that bullshit mock election like a year into it. I don't know if you remember. Like, yeah, they would show that. like the per- person with the purple finger. Like, they yeah. Voted. I was like, well, what are they even fucking voting for? I mean, like, right. it's like, so stupid. I mean, like, it was a society, it was a country that had, like, I remember Michael Moore posted like a picture before and after. Um, I think this was even before Desert Storm and showing a before and after just like, a bustling street, a normal city. Mm-hmm. You would think it was anywhere in the United States. And then it, it showed you the next scene, what it looked like after we bombed it. Yeah. And it's like, and you know, people in this country, they'll be like, they they live like animals anyway. Yeah. They, they're not like us where we have those Shonies everywhere. They don't got Shonies. We got a Shonies and a pop and a, what's that when it starts with a P? Pompadour? <laughs> no, what's it called? Ponderosa. Ponderosa, yeah. Yeah. Golden Corral. They don't got no Ponderosa in Iraq. Not a Bucky's in sight. No Piggly Wiggly. Mm -hmm. They're savages. Well, 
Now let's go mudding. <laughs> let's go shoot, shoot the, water. the water. Let's go to let's go to the river and shoot the water. Well, like a I Mandalorian, say... like a Floridian. Oh, that's a, I mean, forgot to talk about in the last that yeah. episode of the Mandalorian is actually called the Floridian. The Floridian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, yeah, the, the Iraq War You're was a disaster. They don't, they don't know what it's like to have real freedom. They don't know. It's still real bad over there. You know, well, I mean, to yeah, be honest, I mean, I mean, it's like we fucking bombed them into the Stone Ages. We destroyed the oldest museum. Like, yeah, it was. It is one of the worst moments in the United States history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, it's see, up there with I, Vietnam. I, you know, what I mean, but, for well, sure. it's, I mean, it, it rivaled Vietnam. It lasted yeah. longer than Vietnam. Like that was the thing we hear about Vietnam growing up. How bad Vietnam was, and it was bad, and how long it lasted. But my God, Iraq War was still going. Yeah. And, I mean, and then the Afghanistan War. It was crazy. I remember when, like, Joe Biden ended it. It was a 20 year yeah. war, and he's like, we're done. And I remember all the Republicans are like, I don't even know. They, they didn't even have, like, a coherent message. I don't they're even know. They're, they're still just, like, they just wanted to, they're, just, they're just shitting on him. Yeah. They're just they just said it was woke. Him. And the joke was that it was supposed to actually end under Trump. Trump was the one who set it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. The Iraq War was bullshit. It was a hard. It was a horrible war. Really, like it made me like question everything about like this country. It, it happened at like an age where like I was like in my early twenties, and that's really. Yeah. I always was like I've always kind of been like left leaning, like never was political. I didn't know shit, you know. Right. I, I voted for like Clinton in ninety six. I think that was was that the first time. That was the first time I could vote was in ninety six. Yeah. Was okay. Nineteen. No. How old was I? 20 i don't know yeah in 96 i would have been 19 yeah um, and it was the first time i voted voted for him and i voted for gore i thought i i remember george w and i said this i remember i was working at like truman i was talking to this guy there this was during the 2000 election i said this is what's gonna happen this motherfucker's gonna get in because people are gonna think they're voting for his dad yeah well <laughs> and i said we're gonna have a recession and we're gonna go to war with iraq yeah I'm not some Nostradamus. It's just no, I mean like, that was like reasonably predictable. It's yeah. like this is like these are predictable, easily predictable things. Like this is all stuff that happened under his father, and he literally yeah. had the same people working for him that his dad. He did. Had. He had his dad's administration, basically. Pretty much, Dick Cheney worked for his dad. Yeah. And the joke is, they were all just products of Nixon. They all go yeah. back to Nixon too. Yeah. So I don't know the Iraq War, like, and uh, so that's a good transition. Yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. That Donald Trump is a perfect um, symptom of the Iraq War in that I could see now Republicans were going to vote for him no matter what. People yep. who supported the Iraq War, I'm talking <clears> about like a small percentage of people, and by small percentage, we're still talking like probably a couple million people that probably were anti-Iraq War, or yeah. maybe not right away, but they came in. And they started not trusting the media because of how in bed the media was with uh with the administration and selling the Iraq war and selling the lie. And, yeah, yeah. Uh so they probably like got fell down like some conspiracy rabbit holes that probably were more grounded in like truths. Like there's good conspiracies, like, hey, maybe the Hinckley family 
it's odd that the guy who shot Reagan came from one of the biggest donor families of George Bush, and it happened yeah. so quickly into Reagan's administration. That's strange. You know, good conspiracies like that. Yeah, there's some there's logical underground yeah. child factory in the basement of a pizza place. The pizza right. place doesn't have a basement. That's what the Jews want you to think. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> or like the moon is hollow. <laughs> like. Why is that a thing? Why yeah. Is yeah. So, some just have no like logic to that. And if it was, who cares? <laughs> you know, it's like even like the 9 11 conspiracies where it's like, you know, I believe that the Bush administration knew it was going to happen yeah. and they kind of let it did. Now, there's other theories where it got a little crazier where it's like, okay, there were bombs in the building. Right, and right, right. There's, and then there's the crazy one about, uh, I don't understand why 93 is a crazy one. I remember watching the news and they said they shot down the plane and because there was no debris in the ground. When yeah, it, that honestly, it. like that makes sense to me. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean you like, had I planes. Just... You you had to you had planes that already hit the building. And here's this last one that's not coming down. Yeah. Of we shot it down. Like, how, yeah, I like mean, why and, wouldn't you? I mean, like that doesn't I don't think that's a crazy conspiracy. And then the Pentagon one's an odd one. Yeah. It was like the hole and there's no footage yeah like that's a strange one but then when he start but then he gets a crazy real crazy tab and they're like the planes were holograms right yeah and you're like all right this is where it's little this is like nutville like this is where i you know this is where i get off yeah. Kay jr was flying that plane <laughs> you know it, it gets a little yeah this is where i get off now but like people fell down that rabbit hole and they watched Infowars and probably stuck with it. And this is years before Alex Jones came out as a full-on right wing. Right, player. he was just normal. He was quirky before. Well, he was still pushing like, you know, uh, anti-Semitic trope, like the Rothschilds and all these. Like he was pushing that for decades. Like, um, you know, these evil like families that control everything and they just happen to all be Jews. You know, it's like. <laughs> They have their hands and everything. They're the puppet right. I mean, like he's been pushing that shit for ever. A while, yes. But like he became a full-on, like, you know, he's then tricks you into voting for Trump. Yeah. Like people that would never vote Republican are now voting for this guy. And like, no, he's not Republican. He's like, you know, and like Trump said he was against the Iraq war, and that's not true. He supported it. Right. So like probably like couple months later after it, he was like yeah it's probably a bad idea yeah well he trump trump's really good at reading the room most yeah. most of the time most yeah. of the time he's an opportunist he's, like hey maybe hey this iraq war is actually people are starting to say it's not popular but it's early enough for me to look like i'm uh uh i care so it's like you know you're well, like you, you saw you see the water temperatures changing and you're putting your foot in as if you're like the hero, but it's actually fine. You know what I mean? Like he sees life hands him lemons, like nine eleven, but he makes lemonade. Like my now I have the tallest building. You know, yeah, he like, said that literally yeah. like that day. Like there's video recording him going. He's, well, you know. Now I have. I guess they're saying. I have some the, people. Some people would say that. What kind of psychopath would bring that up? After. 3,000 New Yorkers were killed and one of the worst tragedies ever happened in the country where people are 
swallowing PCPs and other kinds of fucking right. uh, chemicals that should not be ingested, getting lymphoma, that, uh, what is it, lymphoma, whatever. Yeah. Like, but I just want to use this opportunity as a, as a time to tell you that uh, I have a toast building in the... Right. In the Oh, dick. Um, he okay. So th- we'll make a hard transition here. He all week. I've been uh, standing at the end of a long field, racing confidently towards a football held by a small girl with black hair, and she wearing she, like a light she, blue dress. Or, or she, yep, she keeps telling me that Trump's about to be arrested. But right when I'm about. To kick the football, she yoinks it up, yoinks. and then I I somersault. Yes, flip clumsily. You should become like paralyzed after falling without the grace of Grogu. Uh, and then I land on my back and I say rats because um, <laughs> they they've been and saying Trump's going to blockhead. Every every morning I wake up and look at Twitter to see if Trump's been indicted. I think or that's arrested. done. I don't think it's ever going to happen. If it didn't happen that day, and then when it does happen, you will not, you will, it'll just come out of nowhere. Yeah. It'll just come out of nowhere. You'll be like, wait, what? You know, it's like when the FBI, like, uh, yeah, uh, announces that they caught. It just, it came out of nowhere. You didn't, and it's probably smarter. Honestly, the idea of like arresting him and then him going on making a big announcement so he can like rile up all the idiots and like try to commit like a, I don't know, a countrywide January 6th. I mean, the sad reality of the truth is that's why I think he's waning. I don't think that would happen. I don't think anyone really gives a shit. Like, there were, like, some protests in some areas, and my favorite, the Good Liars went to one. It was, like, outside of, like, an In-N-Out in, like, California. Yeah, yeah, I saw this one, yeah. Five or ten people there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think people are tired of him, especially, he's he's running, but not really. And it's, like... uh, you know, I think people just don't care. Like they're tired. Well, of him. He's mystique is done. He's beating Ronda. Look, the, the polls have been consistent over the last month. There's only been two people with a reasonable shot, like uh DeSantis and Trump. And for a while, Meatball Ron was polling ahead of Trump. But over the last month or two, Trump has been gaining and now like consistently outperforms Meatball Ron. Trump's well, the front like, runner. Now, this There's, is based on Republican primary voters, right? Republican primary voters. Now, remember that I think only like 20, a little over 20% of the country claims they're Republican. Yeah, that's, that is true. And if you don't live in an open primary state, you can't vote on who the Republican primary you know nominee is. Yeah, so, in, some, in some states, yes, you're right, you can. If in they some are specifically states. polling Republican primary voters, I still don't think that represents a huge portion of this country. I think, like, yeah, those are the diehards. Those are the 30% that will vote for Trump if he ran, or any other Republican that would run. Like, a yeah. little turd could run. I mean, it would be if Trump won. <laughs> or DeSantis, it would be a turd. An actual but meatball. An actual meatball falling out of an old can of Jeff Boradee. So, like, not even, like, a real meatball. Like, one of those, like... Yeah, mostly sand. Oh, remember Franco-American SpaghettiOs with meatballs and the meatballs were like they were like rubber, and they were like so small. They're disgusting. Yeah, like what is this? What is this for? Who is who is this? Yeah, what am I? A little green uh, (laughs) foot tall muppet and a potato sack? The fuck out of here. Well, um, 
Trump, Trump's look, Trump is consistently outperforming everyone else in the Republican Party. I, I agree with you. I, I think what about I, Nikki Haley? She's really no, she was at like she was at like I'm I'm not even kidding. Um, it was like she was at one percent. Um <laughs> her polling is getting really good. Oh, yeah, where are we at? Uh 0.75. Yeah, yes, it was seven. Oh, wait, never mind. We're back to 0.5. Okay, here, here was the Christine latest. Helm? She might run, right? Uh yes, but here's here's the latest. And this I've seen I've seen this over and over again. Trump is at 46, DeSantis is at 32, Nikki Haley's at five, Pence three, Cheney two, Cruz two, Gnome one, Pompeo hey, one. Cruz is on there? Yep. Uh Tim Scott one and Sununu one. Wow. Uh, and in the um, tight race in the, the general ones. election, they poll it as Biden 49, Trump 45, Biden 47, DeSantis 46. But it's not going to matter because I do agree DeSantis Biden would be a tighter race. Actually, it'd be a pretty tight race. I think it but, would be because they could sell him. It, it, like I said, it gives Republicans a pass. Yeah. He'll do everything and worse. And no one's going to believe any of the stuff that all the horrible stuff that comes out in Florida. Like it won't make it out. Like well, you we'll, know what I mean? Like actually, yeah. here's a great one. I'm gonna read this. I think I sent this to you. This was Trump from his Truth Social. It's like he's this doing is great. This is what he's doing. What the fucking Democrats should have did in 2020. I mean, Biden should hire Trump as a writer. <laughs> well, yeah, Trump member after uh, after the uh, what was it? The uh, State of the Union. Trump like congratulated him, said he did an amazing job. Yeah. Trump's a weirdo. He's 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 like forgets sometimes that like oh yeah I'm a I'm not an everyday person that can just leave comments on Twitter or whatever. I Trump have to, is, to like be a political animal and yeah. uh, but then again it's he, in a way he is being a political animal because he's trashing DeSantis. So he goes, yeah. well, David Jolly, he's kind of like one of those. Uh, yep. Old school Republican. Is he like one, he's a former Republican. Is he like one of those Lincoln Party bullshit things? I don't think he's Lincoln Party, but he came out against Trump a while back. Like 26 early on, I think even during yeah. the 2016 election. I, and I've seen him on a bunch of uh shows where he's an, he's, MS, he's an MSNBC media guy. Yeah, you know? he, like he's the, the kind of guy where I'm like, look, if the world if if there's a bunch of Republicans like him, I'd still disagree with him vehemently. I'd do everything I could to keep him out of office, but like I I think that they're on the level. I think they probably believe what they say they believe. They're think... still against giving children uh free, you know, free lunches. It's... Yeah, but they might be like we we want to give children free lunches, but they should be really crappy. Like they should be <laughs> they should... <laughs> and vegetable. Yeah, that's yeah. not good either. Uh, no, but like I think that's like a that's it is a distinction. We you want know, it to like, be we want to be food that will shorten their life by ten years. We we this want them is, to be ostracized. We yeah. want them. To... Yeah, should, the food has to say free on it. it comes yeah, like a, a wet paper bag. A wet paper bag that says poor meal or something poor like. Yeah. yeah, he goes. This is the message many have failed to deliver, but Trump uniquely can. Florida is now the least affordable state in the country. Education ranks poorly. There's an insurance crisis, guns are on the rise, and DeSantis' unsteady COVID strategy led to a significant loss of life. So Trump writes on his truth social, remember, I left that decision up to the governors for COVID death rates per state at Ron, Ron DeHomo, Ron, Dainty Ron, to Sanctimonious, 
Ron DePito, as some would call him. I don't yep. know. Some people are saying. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm adding all that. As Governor Florida did worse than New York in education, Florida ranks among the worst in the country on crime statistics. Florida, uh, all right. I'll read it normal. Florida ranks, I just sound the same. Florida ranks third worst in murder, third worst in rape, and third worst in aggravated assault. For 2022, Jacksonville was ranked as one of the top 25 major crime cities in the country, with Tampa and Orlando not doing much better. On education, Florida ranks 39 in health and safety in the country, 50 in affordability, and 30 in education and child care. Hardly greatness there. The fact is, Ron is an average governor, but the best by far in the country in one category, public relations, where he easily ranks number one. That's because Fox News is 100% behind. Yeah. But it is all a mirage. Just look at the facts and figures. They don't lie, and we don't want Ron as a president. Like, I don't think Trump wrote these. No, clearly not. Did, I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, like, I I wish that wasn't from Trump, but I think it adds weight because it is from him. And it's funny because he's like the reason why all the right-wingers are flocking to Florida because yeah. he's made Florida like his, you know, he doesn't live in, he hasn't lived in New York in years. And clearly there's a reason because he might get, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he does not going to stay there. And he's making more vodkas. And Mar-a-Lago is in Florida. So because they have a special orange alert that they put yeah. on the interstates. Like, so, like, Florida, is Florida Ron DeSantis land or is it really Trump land? And that's, well, a good, you know, I think Ron DeSantis, people vote for him because he's Trump adjacent. But I, I started to see a lot of right-wingers come out against DeSantis, especially like in media ones, because he was interviewed recently and he kind of like said something about Trump he was asked about the whole like yeah. um, stormy Daniels thing. And he'd said something about like how he does, he doesn't need to like worry about paying off a stripper. And that's when Trump came out and he said, I don't have it in front of me. He oh said, yeah. He had photos of Ron or something. He's like oh, Ron with young women and maybe a man, <laughs> maybe a man, you know, Ron likes the girls. Sometimes, sometimes Ron likes the boys. Yeah. He look, Trump, the, the, Ron the, the gay, <laughs> The dilemma for DeSantis here is that Trump can bash DeSantis 247, and most Republicans just eat it up because they love Trump being Trump. But well, if also, DeSantis fires back on Trump, a lot of Republicans get mad. Yeah, they do. They, and he, it's funny because it's like, again, like me and you and Katrish DeSantis all day and any other like, yep. people in media or Democratic politicians or whatever can do it. And it's like, yeah, but it has so much more weight when it comes oh, out. Yeah. Now. Like, it's funny. And it's funny because it's like, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't He doesn't have to play by any political norms because he doesn't give a shit. This is the guy who almost burnt down the Capitol. I think he gives a yeah. fuck and he's gotten away with it. He's not even fucking jail. Like, he, well, he tried stealing. He literally threatened the guy in Georgia and said, give me 20,000 right. more votes. And I'm like, dude, that's not how elections work. I'll tell you, though. Florida's I have bots on Twitter. Like Florida's fucked up. There was a guy uh, two weeks ago in Charlotte County dropped dead from a flesh-eating bacteria that came out of his tap water. Fucking tap water. In, yeah, in uh, that's right. I remember you, <clears throat> I think you told me that. Yeah, it's like... And then, like, that's what treatment plants are for. Yeah. And then there's like, an, there's an article today about a new wave of like 
weirdo tropical disease carrying mosquitoes. Yep. And then there's like the property insurance. There's crazy. It's like doubling and tripling. And it's, it's just, maybe it's just, I mean, could, what could DeSantis do about that? I mean, maybe it's, is it just because of all the hurricanes and shit? Yeah. A lot of it's the hurricanes and there's sinkholes. It's a mess, but what you could do is you could, I mean, like what a leader would do as as a layperson here would be to call in all the interested parties. Look, I'm going to call in insurers and attorneys and builders and roofers and all these different parties and say, what do we got here? You know, what, what is going on? Like, there's no way that, you know, a person on a fixed income is going to be able to pay $15,000 a year for property, for property insurance. You just can't do it, you know? So you could do something other than wearing your little boots and yelling the word woke at a TV camera. Yeah. Not, like, even if you could. That's do, the other thing, too. Like, the, the don't say gay thing. Like, originally, when they first put it in there, they lied and said, like, oh, this is only for like small yeah. kids. You know, we don't, right. you know, that's how they try to make it sound like it's reasonable. Like, no, no, we just don't think it should be discussed with like four year olds. And most people will be like, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't want them on anything, you know, like some people, like I could see a lot of people falling for that bullshit, but that was not the case. And like, that's going to be like through all school. And it's not the case at all because schools everywhere, all over the country routinely have teachers teaching kids of all ages that talk about their spouse relationship status. I mean, like, obviously you want to keep it age appropriate. Um, and there's yeah. some things you would never talk about, but like all, all over the country, first grade teachers will say to their kids, like, look, you know, I'm, I'm taking Friday off. Do you know why, kids? Why? You know, I'm getting married, you know, and, and I'm going to be gone for the weekend. And when I come back, my name's not going to be, you know, Mrs. Hemingway. It'll be Mrs. Johnson, you know? And that's that's like an okay thing to say to fucking first graders. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's discussing, in a in a real specific way, it's discussing your orientation or whatever because it's not even a big freaking deal it's like who no cares? just like hey i'm a human your teacher's a human the kids will say like who yeah, are you marrying my parents are, uh... i'm marrying scott or i'm marrying you know darlene or what it doesn't fucking matter kids are gonna muddle through it knowing that other people even when you there get home the... with your kid you can tell your kid any fucked up thing you want right you know that kids have been looking for any excuse they can to demonize the lgbt it's ridiculous you're gonna lost ground after gay marriage thing and they started gaining ground by attacking trans people and they figured now that we got you with trans people we're gonna go after the gay uh you know lesbian homosexuals and we're gonna make sure they can't adopt kids we're gonna make sure they can't get we're gonna make their marriage less equal in any way and i don't know why progressives in like red states don't start filing complaints Saying like, you know I'm what? Sure they my, are, but it's my like... kid came home and her second grade teacher said he was going home to his wife. And Probably I don't think that's... I'm just saying like they're not part of some fucking church group. They're not part of some like underground cult or something like they're normal people. Most of these people and they don't give a shit. They're, they're working on their own lives. They send their kids to school. If anything, they're probably just hoping there's no freaking school shooting. Or yeah, anything. right. Like today, there was a an incident in a school in Denver, and the fucked up thing. I think I don't know if there were any kids were killed, but I think two uh, faculty members were shot. I don't know if they were. I don't know the full story, but it was in Denver. Oh yeah, in Denver, I saw that. And yeah, did you see the the tweet though, the one with the a kid, the the woman from Fox 
like a local Fox affiliate was reporting on it. And then her kid attends that school and she like hugs the kid, make sure he's okay. And then she just gets back to like reporting on it. It's like, so fucked this up. isn't normal. Well, <laughs> that, Ron DeSantis up. has run with that in Florida. He's run with the whole like, Look, your problem isn't that you can't afford to live in your home anymore. Your problem is that your second grade teacher may may be gay. And like there's that's such an insane the, thing. There's porn in those school libraries. I mean, yeah. you heard this shit kind of start. I mean, he is you heard this in the school board meetings when there was yeah. about anti-maskers. But for every other anti-masker, there was some other chud that was there to claim that there was gay porn in the school yeah. libraries. And that it's was crazy. Like two years ago. So, like, they've been working on this shit for a while now. Um, and they're gaining ground in a lot of states. And it's it's super hypocritical. There's that famous video. The guy talks about he lost his job. The one who reported, like, all the books. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's like, yeah, okay. So then there's, like, <clears throat> 6,000 books. Yeah, out of millions that are, yeah. like, here's 6,000 books. Or did you see that new one? I don't know if it was, like, Florida, but it was, like, a textbook. And it showed, like, Rosa Parks. And it's like, yeah. it doesn't mention she's black. It doesn't even mention why she didn't. This is like, here's a lady. She didn't want to sit down in yeah. the back. You know, it is weird. of like her uh, like ethnicity or anything or why she did it. Yeah, right. Like that's that's a tough one. Yeah. So see kids trying to figure that one out. I don't know. I I, I will say like, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it is a miracle that DeSantis won his first election. It's a crazy miracle that he won his second one. It's a crime I think, that he won. It's a crime both yeah. times, but it's a, like it's a night. It's insane. And you know what's great about Trump, like <clears throat> coming out and saying all this shit, is because what it does then. See, he gets to do it from the outside looking in. He's not. Gov- he's never going to run for governor in Florida. No. He's not going to run for anything. He only just wants to run for president because that's the big ticket. And he's already been in once, and he, that's the only thing <laughs> he's going to run for. Like the I, I remember that like floating around like. We'll make him the speaker of the house. <laughs> like, yeah, he wants to want to do that. that? He nope. doesn't want to do that. You think he get? You think he want, He's gonna chase around Lauren Bobert or like some other Rube Goober? Like he doesn't give a shit. No. He wants to be king. He yeah, there's work. no way the, people would be so empowered against him. He'd be he'd be far worse off being speaker of the house than simply being a, a spectator he has yeah. more he has more power now than so he would as speaker he, of the house in attacking uh to santa's record is actually really damaging because what it does is is he's pointing out like hey guys who live here your governor sucks yeah and they'll listen to him more than they'll listen to oh yeah Democrat. and it's just it's funny it, like it's very effective and i mean i will see if anything comes of it but uh, you know, saying it's still going to be governor, but it definitely like will call into question some things. And all it'll take if he's bringing it up, maybe other people will bring stuff up. Yeah, I mean, well, you'll you see. Know, it's like the you know, it's like when that uh, Brown and Joy, uh, Brown Joy, Tam- what was her name? Gray, yeah, Gray brought up the um, the what is woke to that woman. Right. A lot of people are now asking right wingers, like. What is, give us a definition of what woke is. Yeah. Like, what is woke? And all it takes is like one person to say something like, hey, what's the deal with that? Like, and then maybe with Trump bring up something like, like, hey, your insurance has gone up. 
it kind of forces other people to question it and right is is cheaper insurance woke is that yeah like is affordable health care woke is i mean what what he's doing is so awful to the schools and everything and 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 okay so then i think it's a good segue to talk about since we're talking about the schools and everything talk about um what's his name josh joseph harding yeah he's the guy who i guess I don't know if he invented it, but he's the one who drafted the bill. He sponsored the bill. bill. Yeah. And Um, this guy, I guess, resigned last year. Yes. He resigned last year um, while he was under investigation. And uh, uh, then eventually he pled guilty to three charges. And um, they all, they they had um, something to do. They all kind of stemmed from uh covid relief fraud so he he swindled a bunch of money out of that covid relief stuff and then he lied about it and then he used money transfers to kind of move the money around that i think got into his wire fraud uh charge um and uh he um he he might go to prison for like 35 years it's a federal charge too and those those aren't like oh well we're not we're gonna give you pro i mean that's there's like sentencing guidelines he's gonna do time Good in, pri- in prison, and um, I think can, it's just so symbolic of the guy who like sponsored that stupid bill and was like, motherfuckers going to jail. It's and, hilarious, and also, how corrupt he is. It's like you know, it's like the George Bush administration going back to that. Like, the other thing, too, I couldn't stand about it is like they try to push like they were the family values, and it's like eh, for family values, they like they literally give companies seminars on how to export jobs out of the country, like, yeah. What are you talking about? Like these motherfuckers, like don't give a shit about your kids. They don't care about the environment. They want to cut funding on everything. Like, I, I'm so sick of that. So it's like when you see like the the guy who co-sponsored or whatever the don't say gay bill. Yeah, he's also like incredibly corrupt. Yeah, he he, he was focused on that. Yeah, he and I don't know. I mean, it is weird. It, this is a rare thing where a, a Florida Republican is is going to do time you know i mean like they they generally get pretty well protected um but uh it's it's just it's really funny i mean like funny is not the right word because like the whole thing's kind of tragic that it's it's look it's it's tragic that he sponsored the don't say gay bill that's awful and then he stole money from covid relief while probably bitching about covid well the joke is yeah but the joke is is that like if he did it you know like tons of other people did it too and then he probably was like an anti-masker while stealing yeah. money from COVID relief. Yeah. You know, and probably get, tell the kids to go back to school. Yeah. Until teachers get back into schools, uh, protect, we're not going to give you any COVID uh, guidelines or tell no. you, like, give you any PPE, whatever it's called. Yeah. PPP stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's kind of nice to see that. I, I mean, it feels like a little kind of like uh, creepy saying it's nice to see this guy get sent off. But like these people have been like plundering, plundering the poor for a long time and preying on the marginalized. And this motherfucker is going to get to spend a decent amount of time in federal prison, and he can like contemplate all the gay things he wants there you know how much he hates gay things and then <laughs> you know i'm sure he'll go to a white collar prison I, I am too but like look i and i've said this before about some of those j sixers man going to prison for a day would suck the whole it would just suck 
you know, the, the process of getting on a prison bus and putting on a jumpsuit and going into a I saw some there. video leaking and it's like all these like frat boys and like other shitty people in jail and they're just like forming gangs in there. Good. Let them. That's that is. Well, as long as they stay in there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're just like. Speaking of uh, Proud Boys, did you see that video that came? Oh, yeah. I forgot to put that on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it real quick. So, I guess there was like some kind of, again, some drag queen event, drag queen, whatever, in New York. And of course, it gets all the psychopaths come there. And there were like a, like only like six Proud Boys. It's kind of funny. It's like New York City. And it's like, yeah, yeah. They got their asses kicked. Yeah. And then you see these two guys, and they're like bitching and crying. They're like, we were here to protect people. We were here. And they're like, the best is one person screams, hey, go back to Long Island, asshole. <laughs> well, the one. Long Island. <laughs> I can see some of those fucking people being proud boys. The one proud boy is like, I came here to help not get the shit kicked out yeah. of me. And I was thinking like, well, what if getting the shit kicked out of you was helpful? You know, I yeah. mean, like, what if. Then what maybe if that's having a. Bloody face is a good like. Yeah. Uh, now you uh, get to go to work uh, and explain to people why you have a bloody face. Booster. Yeah. And it then, made my day. Again, it's like these fucking scumbags are getting like escorted out safely. Yep. Oh yeah, the cops are all over them. Not yeah, it's in, like, like a law enforcement way, but yeah, like let's a, even do that with like some like truly progressive, like you know, BLM, uh, you know, BLM or like. Yep true anti-war not that fake uh you know anti-ukraine bullshit yeah uh and like you know let's see that let's see how the cops react to that you know uh, i i know what i know what happens i've seen it oh yeah <laughs> yeah out. well i don't know yeah uh th- that was that was a good one I, we had talked about putting that on the list and I, I didn't get it on there yeah that was great um, that was funny to watch uh the what? other thing too is there were some funny ass videos of like the trump um arrest thing like there's like a, oh yeah this there's like many little like demonstrations or whatever going on and one of them was uh that guy walter Mastin. he always goes to those things and he fucks with people and they ask them like yeah tends to be like a, a maggot shut or whatever but they are they're on to him but whatever and he had this other guy and the other guy was dressed up like uh literally dressed up like QAnon shaman. Yeah, yeah. These people are all like paranoid. Like, he's wearing a wire. The guy's like, I'm not wearing a wire. And he starts getting like naked. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the funniest thing. And these people are so paranoid and stupid. Well, that's the, that's the best thing is that they all, they're all like turning on each other. The DeSantis people hate the Trump people and vice versa. And anytime you get like six MAGA chuds together. I think the reality is that the DeSantis people are mostly just Trump people. And if they're still in love with Trump, DeSantis is fucked. Yeah. Yeah, people just, look, people only liked, if your choice was, I'm going to support Ron DeSantis as governor and Trump as president, that's an easy one for a lot of people to make. But if you're asking them to choose between the two, then I, I agree. I think they're more, they're breaking yeah. towards like, Trump. You're like, he's... Trump's friend who assists Trump and does what Trump wants. Oh, right, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. He, he said thing bad things about Trump. Fuck that guy. Right. I yeah. Trump said that he's a likes a man. Right. Once, I've, maybe I've, more. I seen him wearing boots like that lady Eminem. <laughs> he's a, he's a, 
gay Eminem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's that's... that trans Eminem I heard about. Ron the trans. Yeah, that's that's, not, that's not that far off. I think the uh, thing is though, the things that should make people worry about Ron Sanders, well, one his record. See, the fact that he was like a Gitmo guy. Yeah, during I read about that the other day. Yeah, speaking of the Iraq War, one of the worst things coming out of Iraq War. And this was like probably a couple of years into it. Was all the shit going on in Gitmo? My God. Yeah, that was, was a horrible, gruesome, truly really a horrible time. Like. Every every day, like there was some other like horrible thing. So the idea that they would reform these people, like George W. Bush, in any way, yeah, come like, on, no. give this guy any space. You know, it's like when Alan DeGeneres got caught being with him at a baseball game. Yeah, Fuck and it was that. like, you know what? Ellen just sucks, dude. Ellen sucks. I mean, I think Ellen's that's a, a, a separate bitch. story. No, she's just a rich asshole, dude. Yeah, she don't give a fuck about you. She's just she doesn't suffer. She's not gonna suffer the. Same as regular people will. No, nah, there's no? always it's like a like a Caitlyn Jenner type of thing. Oh, where she's she, pathetic. Well, it's a similar dynamic, you know. Like you, the uh, you, you want to kind of root for these people because they're like great examples in some ways, but then they turn out to just be shitty people, you know. Yeah. And so, well, Caitlyn well, Jenner has endlessly remind you. I think that I heard the thing that sucked more about it was just our shitty issues to her staff. I think supposedly. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah. But um, like, you know, I think the reality was it wasn't really like, oh, Ellen is turncoat and all that. It's like, no, she's super rich and yeah. she hangs out with rich people and well, rich things like hang out in the the richest you, box at, the, at a football stadium or, or baseball. I can stadium. still, I mean, you can still, or I can still appreciate the fact that um, she came out in a real public way that was kind of groundbreaking and that was a good yeah, thing. That's fine. I mean, it's, yeah, that's I, I I don't want to like discount that, but like crappy people can do good things yeah you know i mean like the people are complicated and and you can like, have like uh, bob hope you know they always talk about for years he would do he would do all these things for the troops yeah do those things for the troops also it's like dude the motherfucker like made buco bucks off of yeah he, like owned the syndication of those and like <laughs> yeah well he made bank on that yeah he yeah, built a career around it on that shit <laughs> he entertained the troops yeah yeah he went out there and went with a golf club and went, well, I don't know what. Yeah. Where are we going? I don't know. It's like lame jokes he would say. And he would have like a pretty girl on stage. Yeah. Remember what you're fighting for, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, um, okay. <laughs> no, I was going to talk about Apollo. Remember, did you see Apocalypse Now Redux where they did like that extended scene of like the Playmates doing USO shows in Vietnam? I think so. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean, it, yeah. It was basically, it's like, they could have put literally one of those little birds that drinks water out of a test tube in front of a, a crowd of troops and they'd cheer because like that's the one day they weren't getting shot at, bombed, and they were given beer. You know, they're gonna anything that sh that's gonna be a good night for them. They're like, like <laughs> exactly. Well, they're, it's like, hey, right you know, says Fred's here to play at the prison. You know the yeah. last. Right? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. They're like, are you telling me Millie and Vanilli is here? I'm in. You know, like uh, <laughs> I don't want yeah. to ruin it, but one of them's not with us anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he killed bad. himself years ago. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, they always they had a raw deal. I mean, they got set up by well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I mean, you're your little your little yeah, joke. Little Millie, you Millie. Said, I just want to let you know that uh... <laughs> who died was it Millie or Vanilli? Are they wait? They're not. They're both not really. Millie, they're not both Millie Vanilli. Yeah, it's Millie Vanilli. They both they had are names. Millie like... Vanilli. Well, okay. Forget. Which day? Who's no? You're Millie. I'm Vanilli. I'm gonna segue out of this uh, <laughs> awkward moment uh, directly into Fox News. Fox News. I, this has kind of like been a uh, uh, interesting thing that's unfolded. Dominion did the one. Th- Dominion did the one thing I always advocate for, which is like, look, if you if you're a liberal or left or if you're anyone, and the right wing has used you as a punching bag, sue them. Right, like that's the thing is, what's great about Dominion is they're probably the furthest from left. They're just no, they're just a company company. that makes their living off of software and fucking yeah. They want they the only way that they could possibly be liberal is that they probably want people to vote, you know, because they sell (laughs) voting machines. Right, (laughs) that's a pretty that it's liberal to tell people to vote. (laughs) Right, that's a pretty liberal position. So, um. Everything, everything I hear about, I follow this case a lot because I'm real interested in it. And every, everything everyone says is like, Fox is so fucked. They're like, I people, people are like, these kind of cases are so hard to prove. The plaintiffs hardly ever win. However, this is unreal. The amount of evidence that, that Dominion has. And Dominion yeah. has even gone to the judge and said, basically, look, we are so correct we don't even think there should be a trial. We think you should just rule from the bench in our favor. And a lot of analysts are saying like that might happen. That that in well, fact that that likely might happen. I saw you know? a thing today or something where Fox is trying to claim like like they're not responsible for their their on air talent. Basically, they're not. Yeah. Rupert Murdoch and them are not responsible. But there's all these emails. That's bullshit. They are saying, Yeah. There's all these emails and text messages saying like. We know what we're saying is untrue. We know what we're saying about Dominion is untrue. We're going to say it anyway because the ratings are slipping. I mean, there's basically like Newsmax or OAN take a spot. It's like so. And now, like, a lot of the producers are suing. There's a producer yesterday sued Maria Baratiromo. Oh, that woman's a fucking nut job. Can you believe Joey Ramone wrote a song about her? No. Well, back in the day. Joey Ramone did make a song. It was like an album after he died. yeah it's it's so gruesome now but um uh she used to be like a middle of the road and she used to be like a lou dobbs like 30 years ago where it was like lou dobbs was kind of normal-ish they were all like relatively normal and then like trump got elected and they're like oh i guess i don't have to pretend anymore Dobbs during the obama administration turned into a complete yeah that's true that's true Yeah. yeah but it was a lot of that stuff was Lou Dobbs, if I remember correctly, and I, I, I am going to say that there's a chance I might not be. I think Lou Dobbs was one of those birthers. I think he was oh, on yeah. the Trump. He was. No, he was. That and that was, was that, and, and Donald Trump was all behind that. Yep. And... and that was a Trump-driven thing. I think Trump really gave a lot of these people. A lot of them probably lived and worked in that New York area. They probably like traveled the social circles. I think they just fell into the cult of Trump. And when yeah. Trump started doing he well, New York, and yep. a lot of these people from New York, yeah. Well, anyway, um, I think Fox is fucked. And a lot of people are saying, like, because Dominion wants, like, $4 billion. Um, a lot of people are saying that Fox may lose but still be kind of okay. 
meaning that the judge that it's almost a foregone conclusion that Dominion's going to win, but that is it going to be like a a is it going to be like Alex Jones's trial in Texas, where he was found guilty and they fined him like a million dollars? But what about the one that was the big thing was that? Or was, is it but that in Connecticut? Oh, you're going to. Or is it going to be like the one in Connecticut where he got fined like a billion dollars? It's is the judge going to use this to penalize? Fox or is the judge going to use this to put Fox out of business? And a lot of people are saying like, look, it's a, it would be a big deal to put Fox out of business. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I but, think it's um, the right thing to do. It'd be the best thing for a lot of people. It's family. But the, the other thing is like, what was, let's say, let's say Fox completely fucked over dominion and ruined their company. Well, how much is that worth? How much was dominion worth? You know, is it a billion dollar company? Um, is it a million? I, I don't know. Um, and so you would they would be limited into what they could recoup for actual losses, and then all that other stuff would just be punitive damages, and the judge has a little well, discretion well, there. Either way, it'd be awesome just to see Fox News lose oh. and have to pay. And they would have to admit it will discredit them even more. Yeah. Part of the settlement would have to be like and I know this would be where we want Tucker Carlson to go on camera and say, I lied to you or I, I didn't play you straight or something it's, that that would be part of the settlement. I'm I'm confident. Wait, what about Tucker Carlson? What that, that they would, the dominion would demand as part of the settlement, Tucker Carlson, Maria Bartiromo, Laura Ingram, all of those people on their show would come out and get, read a statement. I like to read the statement. Yeah. That would I'm confident that would be part of the settlement. That'd be um, funny because that would be on video and it'd be all over oh, the internet forever. Man. That well, would be that's the funny thing too about these things, these cases too. It's like, you know, a good example is like Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Like he got away with murder literally, and now he's there's two civil suits against him. Yeah. And he's probably gonna well, hopefully, depending on what the judge is and everything, he's probably gonna lose both of them as he should. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. OJ lost his civil suit like a year yeah. after he got away with murder, literally. Uh, another one uh, came out recently. Uh, that guy, Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty. He oh, tweeted yeah. this today. I'm surprised he put it out there basically saying like he was basically found uh, not like the, the, the case was dropped. The oh. battery thing. Yeah. And he was claiming like his whole um uh, Reputation was destroyed, and this this oh, was an embittered ex that tried to like who knows mm-hmm. what the story is. But the, all these people are like responding, and uh, oh man, I got a good one. All these people responding, like, dude, you still had all those DMs to like underage yeah. girls, wubba lubba dub dub. And I was great, someone wrote that, but there's a good one. This is like, this is where I said, I'm like, you guys are never consistent. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Mm. Like one of these like right wing chuds. Um uh, where is it? Where, where is it? Oh, the quartering writes, you should be reinstated with a public apology from just about everyone immediately. And I wrote, I'm glad you guys are very consistent when it comes to grooming. <laughs> you know, it's like these are all those right? quartering, all these other right wing YouTubes. They're all like the people who like those groomers those groomers um, and it's like well here's a guy who is grooming actually be a groomer yeah. like actually is i'm glad you guys are intellectually honest and consistent on everything 
Mm. My favorite, uh, going back to the Trump thing, was mm. after Trump like announced uh, like about the arrest or whatever, like, Tim Poole writes, war! No, no. <laughs> Civil war or something. And I was like, or he put out one today about like the, the sil- oh, what was it? Oh, God, let me see if I can find it real quick. He put out this thing and it was like, so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He he writes like, oh, it's going to be funny in 100 years when they're oh, like, yeah. major catalyst of the Second Civil War was when Democrats demanded the right to sterilize children, amputate healthy body parts, but faced opposition from Republicans. One, what? None yeah. of that is true. And then I wrote, it's going to be funny in 100 years when they're like, a major catalyst of the Second Civil War was when a bunch of right-wing YouTubers spread misinformation to rubes about complete nonsense so they could sell more prepper buckets and boner pills. Yeah. Did you see that thing today about um, microchip? Did you see that? No, what the fuck is that? I'm, I am, like, so lost on that. What is that? Okay, so apparently there was a guy by the name who went by microchip back during the Trump-Clinton election <laughs> um, that spent like $300 a day on like these computer programs and stuff that he, he just amassed a huge Twitter following and he did nothing but um, post uh, anti-Clinton propaganda and stuff. Yeah. Just made shit up, made travel conspiracy theories, all this stuff, whatever. Anyway, they caught him and because he was also like so, something to do with January 6th or whatever. Um, and he's been working as an FBI informant for a long time, apparently. Of course. And they, uh, he finally got pulled into court today, and his profile pic was of like this buff kind of <laughs> MAGA dude wearing a MAGA cap, yeah, and, you know, trimmed beard. And um, they, oh, the court reporter described him as like an uh, aging, obese man with a neck beard. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> that lived with his mom, like in Florida somewhere or something. High beard, <laughs> <from> peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, it was, uh, uh, it was, it was something. Um, so I real quick before we, yeah. thing, I did, you know, I posted this, uh, anti, you know, the Trump, did you see that drawing? Of him yeah. Yeah. And the little hands with the handcuffs, like in the big stupid tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done a Trump drawing in a while. So it was kind of, it was fun to do. Uh, he's, a, he's funny to draw because he's, you don't, you just have to have some signature aspects of him you don't have yeah. to be like doesn't have to 100 percent look like trump i mean like it kind of i think it does i got a lot of his features oh yeah yeah you just gotta make sure he has the dumb hair yep weird puffy pink eye sockets tiny hands lips yet yeah, tiny t-rex like hands the smaller the funnier yep uh the idea is to not make them correct to size like oh good look you're no 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 below average chance no you gotta make them like their uh what's that called like a useless limbs <clears throat> like a vestigial like, limb yeah. yeah vestigial limbs like they're like barely he can do anything with them so i had this one guy uh, some other chud wrote something on my page and he he was like why don't you draw both both sides why don't you draw both i'm not one of i'm not for anyone if you're not yeah, like, yeah. Fuck up. Like, I'm so sick of that bullshit. You are a Trump chud. You would not, a normal person would not give a shit about this journey. They would see it and go, eh. Yeah. Whatever. Or, hey, that's kind of funny, but I'm not going to like it or comment. I don't care. So, this guy, Brad Cook, 28. Mm. 
Thanks for adding to the narrative. Trump is the underdog because of the actions like this, and everybody loves him more now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and I wrote, keep telling yourself that, LOL. Because <laughs> that's what everyone else is telling me. Dim shaking in their booties. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, yeah. This guy writes, Braco, keep those maggoteers coming. Nobody's afraid of that orange baboon. <laughs> this other person wrote, LOL. Everybody, the only people that still love Trump are the ones too slow to know they're being conned. And this guy, and then he writes, Brad Cook writes, I guess you don't understand. This is exciting for us. And we aren't crying like triggered libs off my pole. Oh, yeah, no. And then he wrote, how were we conned? He delivered an amazing presidency. Biden's God. making a joke out of America, though. And y'all refuse to even say his name or even admit you're Democrats. Too busy obsessing over Trump. Obviously, it's pathetic. I wrote, Amazing presidency. The guy is responsible for COVID spreading in the USA. 1.5 million Americans are dead because of Trump. Do you have a gas leak in your house? <laughs> he writes, oh, this is going to be long, but don't worry. Guaranteed I have a better degree from a better school than yourself. That's what he says. Yeah, of course. Democrats created COVID in China to crash his economy. Yep. That was crazy. I remember when they did that. Yeah. They have no talent to run on. You know, they have no talent, but they were able to do this thing with China. I would imagine that doing that would involve that's crazy. a lot of talent. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember being on the Discord when we all decided to do it. And yeah, it was, was awesome. That was a great day. Fauci lovers failed to comprehend how it is his fault for letting the virus happen as it is his job to prevent the virus. Wow, this is like Lord. it's like all over the place. But yeah, blame Trump for everything because it makes you feel better about your inflated egos and how you don't think for yourselves because you are too emotional. Quit whining and making the world a better place. Pretty said he posts this crap and then harass the people at who he wrote at some whatever who commented desperate you are. I'm like, what? You're the idiot who I'm just all I said was what? Are you sure about that? And then I wrote, I just wrote, I can't believe you're a real person. Yeah. Yeah. I a just, lot of them just come off as like bots or I, I don't know, whatever. And then this one person wrote, most honest people don't love Biden either. And if you don't understand how you've been con still or explaining it, won't change your opinion. You drunk orange cool or whatever. And, yeah. But this guy real quick responding to me saying, I can't believe you're a real person. His response, I still don't think he's a real person. Yeah, just to do with my name as my handle and my face as my pick. Maybe <laughs> how this fake person can trigger so many salty responses from the keyboard warriors. Oh, Hope you can all find a safe space close by to decompress the information I have presented you here. Yeah, that sounds I, like AI I, written. I can't handle that. That is amazing. Like that is not a real person. I mean, yeah, it, 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 like it, it is. It's copy pasta. Like whatever. I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. That is okay. Funny. So we got two things left. We got a serious thing and a funny thing. We got. Um, yeah, a weird thing, and this was—I I think I pointed, I think I shared this with you, like in the week, and you're like, everyone already knew that, and you're you're right. I mean, like people, everyone knew this even back then, but I guess it was confirmed that the the incoming Reagan people negotiated with Iran to keep the hostages in Iran to help Reagan beat Carter. That's been like a known thing for decades. That's what, been, again one of those conspiracy yeah, that are exactly real like but like this said, time one of the reagan officials came out and said yes we did that and yeah, i think this is the first like time Texas or something of course yeah. uh i think this is the first time someone from the reagan administration went on the record and said yes we did that 
And I'm, I was a little surprised he said that because there are still living hostage, like their former hostages still alive. And I would think that this would open them up to some sort of civil suit or something. I don't know. I mean, it seems like. I, I think like, a lot of those hostages were paid off. I'm sure they look. I'm, I don't know what being a hostage would entail, but some of them may just be like, I, I don't want to revisit this. You know, like some of them may be more mad that he is revisiting it than what happened. You know, they yeah. may, they probably already knew that was the case. And now they're like, dude, just let me live out my fucking life in peace without you trying to grasp at 15 minutes of fame on your deathbed. Yeah, like you're doing some like I don't know what this guy's motives are or who the it's fuck like that is. Robert McNamara that like a lot of those people. There's another guy, uh McNamara's the Vietnam guy. There's another guy that like had a basically a deathbed conversion. That's you know? the Carl Rove's like uh boss or whatever. Carl Rove's yeah, like, who's his name? Who is he? Lee Atwater? Yeah, Lee Atwater. Yeah. He, uh he was Bush's campaign manager, the first Bush, and he's like famous for basically doing the um uh that really racist one with the yeah like, this guy the Willie Horton um, one. Yeah, Willie Horton ad. Yeah, the, yeah, making it all like really dark and like really black. I mean, and then guy, he, like, he got racist. like he got like esophageal ca- he got some sort of cancer and then it like killed him quick. He yeah. went, I mean, the first like within like the second year of the Bush uh but he dead. He was if like if he lived, he probably if he lived, I bet you Bush would have won. Yeah, maybe could have been, but like Lee Atwater kind of like had a deathbed confession. He, he basically recanted like a lot of his positions. Well, here's this guy who like there's a great documentary about him, but here's this guy who would like he's like big into like the blues and jazz and all that. Yeah, and, that's like, right. Dealing with he's playing with like lots of different black people, and here he is running like on a southern strategy and being like incredibly yeah. racist, and it's like. You know, but like secretly, he wants to be like respected and like be like a musician and like yes. you know, it's like it's like he was trying. He wanted his cake and eat it too. So when he like died, it's like you know he didn't want to be known as like the Willie Horton ad guy and the guy who like you know puts in shitty people. It's like I'm just a guy who plays music. You know, it's yeah. like sad. Like you see him in his deathbed, he's like all bloated and shit. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, unrecognizable. Well, it's it is. I mean, I I, I didn't mean Bob Roberts about him and... was kind of inspired by that. You know, it's funny they say Bob Roberts oh, was yeah. inspired by uh, Bill Clinton uh, because Bill Clinton came out with like the saxophone. Yeah, but it was really like I think you're right. Inspired by Lee Atwater. Lee Atwater kind of did that shtick before Clinton. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I I don't know what to say about this Iran Contra thing. I mean, I, I agree with you that like. We knew this way back in the day. I mean, this was like pretty common knowledge. It's one of those like, it's like again, it's kind of similar to like the Hinckley thing. Where it's yeah, like, and again, it goes back to like George Herbert Walker Bush. It's like, oh, okay, your VP candidate happens to be the former head of the CIA. Like they don't yeah. have connections to like, and is that where Iran Contra came from? Is well, Iran Contra also pretty much, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway? That's like the joke. It's like it's like the same thing with these it, these fucking clowns. It's like Trump winning in two thousand in twenty sixteen, clearly Russian collusion involvement, and then yeah. it's like how was he impeached? 
don't know, because he was trying to extort like fucking Ukraine for his boss Putin. Yeah. That's what it was all about. And then this whole Ukraine invasion all has to do it all goes back to that. And it and it's like the entire election, uh him winning, it's like because the Russian involvement and it all has to do with fucking Ukraine. And then the same thing with like the isn't like the Iran uh contra thing like kind of starts with the yeah. Iran hostages. It was basically we we sold weapons to Iran. And then with the money we got from that, it was all off the books. It was like Oliver North and William Secord and a few others. They sold weapons to Iran and then took the money and gave them to the Contras in Nicaragua who are fighting the Sandinistas. And I remember at Clear Isabel, I'm still in touch with her on uh, mostly on Instagram. She's a real nice uh, woman. I went to high school with a woman who... Um, had some, I don't know if she came from Nicaragua or if she had family from Nicaragua, but I was like in 10th grade or 11th grade. And she kind of explained to me like what it was like with the, I, with the Sandinistas and the Contras fighting. And it was really eye-opening for me at the time because I didn't, so I never I'm had. assuming the Sandinistas were more like commies or something? Yeah, the Sandinistas the were, were, yep. The Contras were just people fighting the Sandinistas. And backed San- by right-wing groups of course <laughs> well the sandinistas were yeah the sandinistas were backed by russia that was uh, they were kind of like a satellite country yeah. of the soviet union at the time and um the contras were just a, a collection of people that fought that yeah and- i heard the contras had a, a cheat code <laughs> up right left, yeah, yes left, that's how they eventually beat start. the sandinistas <laughs> yeah unlimited unlimited deaths cheat code <laughs> yeah um well anyway it, it's a weird coda to this so many people <laughs> well there's so many people yeah that's funny um <laughs> so many no, people I mean, like these guys get in dishonestly and it like haunts their entire administration like yeah and every action they do has to do with pretty much everything that had to do with how they got in you know it's like unlike you know fucking with the election here it's more like what they did with uh, Iran hostages was to just make Carter look weak. Yeah. The narrative was already against him. The media was already turned on Carter at that point. I think he put out some speech in like the late seventies or early 1980, he put out like a speech that didn't resonate with people. That yeah. He wore like in. a sweater and it was a weird, I it remember was like a speech where he's basically saying like, dude, we got to do shit to fix things. Like, yeah, it, uh, it sucks. Carter was just such a decent person. And he was so smart. He was like he's a, still a alive, nuclear... right? He's like in hospice. Or yeah, something. he's in hospice. He... Um, but like, I don't know. I mean, like he he got hamstrung as president, and and a lot of that was kind of beyond his control. Like OPEC was fucking with him. And at then the time the, and... the, uh, the what do you call it? Turned on him. The evangelicals turned on him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, like it it does suck. It's like this shithead from Texas. This, oh yeah we've we've fucked over Carter. like carter's on his deathbed like dude just why don't you why don't you relax and like maybe carter doesn't need, know that yeah maybe you don't need the spotlight this moment you know well, if I, don't, you, I don't think it got the attention i think it got our attention because we saw that on like twitter but i don't think it got i don't know i, 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 I don't think that. a lot of people remember that honestly i don't think a lot of people have any recollection of that happening I'll bet you well, I mean, it was already. I mean, it's fucking ancient history already. We're, dude, we're talking 1980. Yeah. That's like, that's 42 years ago. 43 yeah, years ago. That's true. 
And there's been so much that has happened since. I mean, it's like there's I mean, been a it's lot so of crazy. events. We we view the eighties like, like yeah, it's pivotal, like this pivotal cultural thing, and it doesn't seem that far away. And we're yeah. still like enjoying the pop culture of that era. Still, we're still yeah. eating it up. We're still we are we're still eating that shit up yeah. every day. I mean, fuck, we're talking about freaking Star Wars. You know what I mean? And well, like, yeah, and. And you forget about like how long ago, but then it's like, dude, what was 42 years ago in 1980? Yeah, it, it would have been like late 30s. I mean, like yeah. honestly, I remember like 10, 15 years ago, they were saying that 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 70s show would have been like the happy days. Like our yeah, well, that's you know what I mean. Like I mean, that seventy show was Happy Days. Yeah, it followed Happy Days. Freaking right. Hyde moved. Hyde was like the Fonzie moved upstairs. Yes, yeah. fucking Fonz moved upstairs. But like when we were kids in the eighties, we looked at like Happy Days as like an alien culture, and now like things are just so accelerated. Anyway, uh, it is kind of crazy. Um, but that that brings us to a, a fun thing to end on, which was um a. Oh my god, this is like the funniest photo. Yeah, right, it was so okay. like yeah, explain. I think I have the I have the tweet still. Let me let me just pull it up real quick. Did he really he, delete the tweet? He did delete the tweet. Yeah. Someone on my some troll on my page, you delete him. Like I didn't even respond to him. Like, yeah, he fucking deleted the tweet, yeah. dude. Like, you're not you're not gonna so, fucking gaslight me. I I I oh here, oh, damn it, I had it in it. Like, hold on. Yeah, this is Rand Paul, the, the junior senator from Kentucky. Who looks like a scarecrow with a Brillo pad for his hair? He's a, he's taking a picture with some little beady eyed kid. Yep. Just some like little. He's probably like I don't know. This kid looks like he's probably like twelve or thirteen. This is and it's like such a funny photo when you look at it. And he's just like, can you believe Hunter Kimball? Nice fucking name, Hunter Kimball, was dis- disciplined for wearing this shirt in Utah. Okay. First of all, hey Kentucky Center. Why are you worry about your own fucking state? Yeah, right. Utah, Utah has its own problems. Got that lake with all that salt. It's not good yeah. for you. Well, and uh, I wrote, "Why did Senator Rand Paul delete this tweet?" All right, here we go. What's up with that? This kid, he's he's proudly standing next to this kid. He's like so defined. Like, how yeah. are you? What about this shirt? That is offensive. This kid's like smiling. It's a fun. It's like a black hoodie. It's it's four AR-15s in red, mm-hmm. and there's a sick and the where the star it forms the American flag, um, even though it desecrates the flag because one there's no white, <clears throat> black instead of white there. Yep. Uh, instead of uh, where the stars are, it says sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> and the guns, the AR-15s. If you look at the formation of them, they're supposed to be. Uh, performing the stripes, forming the stripes on, yeah. the sh- on it. They're performing sixty nine on each other. Yeah, and in all, here here's where Rand Paul <laughs> was thinking. Rand Paul looked at this and said, "Oh, they made a, an American flag out of guns, and that's all he saw." Yep. And he thought that the kid got kicked out of school for wearing a shirt with guns on it. And to be honest with you, almost all schools will kick you out for wearing a shirt with guns. You can't wear a shirt with guns on it. That's- it's contraband. That's the funniest yeah. thing. Let me tell you, we have gu- we have like such loose rules when it comes to guns. I remember when I worked uh, at like Trouble or whatever, and we had like yeah. a magazine ad, and we had to remove it because it ha- even just had like an image of a gun. They're like, it is considered contraband. You cannot 
sell this magazine. It is the most insane. Yeah. Thing. It's Even weird. I mean, gun magazines. I don't get it. I don't understand this law. But well, I, I worked at a school that was pretty right wing in a pretty right wing area. They wouldn't let kids wear shirts with guns on them. You know, they wouldn't. I mean, they just wouldn't. So, but what ran stuff probably that's why they would say that. What Rand didn't realize is that it was a shirt about fucking, about guns <laughs> fucking. You know, sixty nine, dude. <laughs> that's why. That's I mean, like, God. And no one on Rand. And this was this was a staged photo. Yep. This wasn't just like Rand saw a. a, a you know, a shirt and he, I mean, it, it was a staged thing. A lot of people saw this before he tweeted it, you know, and people, he had interns looking at it, I'm sure. Nobody said a thing. Nobody realized it or nobody said anything. And um, that was that. This guy, this one person wrote a thing. He goes, in high school, I was forced to change out of a Brady campaign to end gun violence short shirt because it had a gun on it it was crossed out on the shirt and everything yeah like it was like an x on the gun because it had a gun a lot uh, of schools will like a lot of schools have like a lot of leaving and here's a, a weird little thing kids don't have constitutional rights in school they don't no. they, you don't have a right to freedom of speech you don't have a right all those little constitutional rights you think you have they don't apply until you're 18 it's like when all the right wingers get mad about like corporations like this is my free speech. And it's like, no, this is their platform. They don't yeah. have to. They couldn't. They could, if they want to, uh, not host you. They don't yeah. have to. It's, it's like just a kind restaurant of, where it says, like, we reserve the right to refuse service. I wonder if that kid's parents understood what that shirt meant. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally someone posted, like, the site that it came from. And it literally says what it is. Yeah, I, I know. But, like. I don't Maybe know. They... I would love to know the origins. I don't know if this kid is punking him. I have no idea. Yeah. But the fact is, Rand Paul decided to. <laughs> that's the that's the fight he wants to fight that day. Yeah, it's so funny. Fucking I love that though. Someone left the comment said, "What about Hunter's laptop?" I know. Like, I didn't even respond to that. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I think I think Hunter Biden's suing everyone now. I think that's probably a good strategy. Is he? Yeah, he sued um, the shop owner that gave away the laptop. Oh, that He's... guy, that weird-looking guy who dresses up like a like a sheep herder from Scotland. Yeah, he's <laughs> suing a lot of people, and and it's like he's suing for invasion of privacy, and he's doing it in a way that's kind of interesting. He's saying like, I'm not. He's suing them, saying like simultaneously, you somehow got photographs of me and distributed them, and. I don't know where you got them. Yeah. I don't know if they came off that laptop you claim is mine, you know, but you got them somewhere. And a lot of states have like laws against revenge porn or all that kind of shit. Like, honestly, that's there's probably like a lot of laws being broken with people distributing nude photos of Hunter Biden. Frankly, I mean, like that's that's against the law in a lot of places. So. I don't yeah. know. I think we should probably go on the offensive, so. Anyway, no, I I mean, good. Uh, I don't know. It's possibly one of the funnier things I've seen. It's up there with like some. I mean, it's typical. He's a clown, so it's typical. Like it maybe is. like this would fall for if it's a prank or not, or everyone's just stupid. But like, 
It just shows he's an idiot. <clears throat> well, I could totally see Rand Paul not realizing what that shirt's about. That that's a like an old like certain people aren't gonna see. There, there, okay, so there's there's a company today called uh, that we were dealing with. I'm gonna I'm gonna make up the name to kind of protect the names, but the 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 let's say the the name of the company was like this stick, this stick, and yeah. someone was like, hey, I got. Uh, did you pick up this from like this dick? And I, I like made a laugh emoji or whatever because it, it was funny. It sounded like, did you pick yeah. up this dick? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people didn't get it at first because it the the name the way it was spelled was like a you had to kind of like sound it out phonetically. It was a little bit of like a weird joke. Um, but then once people got it, it was like real clear. Um, and I could see Rand Paul not immediately seeing the sixty nine stuff because it doesn't literally say sixty nine. It's like two handguns and it's clearly 69 after you know it's 69, but it's like a anyway. Marsha uh, this is in Marsha Blackburn took a photo with the young man, Marsha Blackburn, like you know, that senator. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Was she from like Nebraska or something? Uh Tennessee, I think. Yeah, she's an idiot. She uh she took a picture. She's so <laughs> dumb. A photo of her, it's with this guy, and he's wearing a big Johnson's t-shirt. Nice. Like, I just made that up. That would be awesome. I've she always looks Ted like Cruz. I could see Ted Cruz falling for that. Like this boy was wearing this shirt, this big Johnson shirt. Yeah, but Ted Cruz might be like, might wink as he's doing it. Ted yeah, Cruz I think might... Ted Cruz, he's like, I owned like four of those when I was younger. Yeah, he's... I feel um, like he's a little more. He's a little more savvy. Culture wise, he's a little more yeah. savvier than I'm sure Rand Paul is. I, I think so like, too. I feel like he. He, I remember when he was running for president and he was doing like Simpsons impressions. They were awesome. Yeah, I think he Ted did. Cruz consumes pop culture and yeah. I think Rand Paul consumes moonshine and varmints. Yeah, and dirt. Like he's... And, and, uh, and, and uh, Knuckles from Neighbors. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sandwiches from Neighbors. <laughs> it's my favorite meal. That's my favorite meal. I'm another help of the knuckle sandwiches from... <laughs> My neighbor makes the best knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> right? Ooh, so I love funny. that. Do you remember that real quick? Do you remember that uh, when he put out a thing like a year ago, whatever, about you people make fun of me? That guy, like, like he was saying, like, all that, like, serious injuries. He had, like, a, a deflated he, like, lung. His lung. <laughs> I mean, Dude, we should neighbor have. went ham on him. Just, like. What? The neighbor went ham on him. Just, like, probably really. good fucking reason. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's probably not the reasons we want. No, like, but could you imagine that having he's that an awful person? Insufferable prick as a neighbor. You know he's the kind of guy that like like shovels his dog shit into your yard or something. Like you ever seen the movie uh, Megan yet? No, no, I want to. Is that uh, I'm I'm sure it's, it's on Peacock. But yeah, uh, I, uh, it's about something stronger. with a neighbor. That's why it made me think of that. Yeah, I, I need to it's a good movie, right? It looks it's, fun. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's like it's definitely better than it should be. Oh yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's good. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, if you like Child's Play, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely I like that dance. That dance was like really. Uh, oh, it's so creepy. Mesmerizing. Yeah. yeah, it's mesmerizing. It <laughs> was. It was like I couldn't stop. I saw like a TikTok with it, and I must have watched that thing like. No, no lie, probably like 10 times. And then <laughs> yeah, all like, day I had like fucking Megan dances in my TikTok feed. Like I couldn't a, get rid of it. There's a great video of this guy who does like an impression of the birds outside his window at five in the morning. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. And his faces he makes. 
I saw the first one I, I saw was comment, a, like I watched this for 10 minutes. The first one I saw was a woman doing it. And I I don't know who the original was, but a woman, like a real pretty woman, did it, and she was saying it was like bird drama outside her window. And then subsequent to that, I've seen like seven different people doing it. And I saw the guy one too, I think. That guy uh, has the best uh, uh, face to do that. Yeah, yeah, there's some really good ones. Uh, well, All right. Well, all right. Uh, we'll see. Maybe next week. May tune in next oh week to find gosh. out if Trump gets arrested. I am. If Rand Paul stands next to somebody in a in a bad boy shirt. Was it bad boys? No, what was that shirt? The, that um, long, the arm muscle guy. Was it bad boy? <laughs> I don't know. I remember the Big Johnson ones. I remember the Spuds McKenzie ones. Yeah, um, yeah. He's going to sit next to a, a a guy wearing a bootleg Bart shirt where he's a Rastafarian. Yeah, that would be Rastafarian awesome. Rastafarian Bart shirt. A bootleg Batman shirt from the late 80s. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Rand Paul will stand oh, I'm trying to think of like all the stupid shirts. Yeah, I want to see that. Seymour Wood. Seymour <laughs> Wood shirt. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. All right. All right. Well, on that note. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. <laughs> you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGOAT, Facebook, YSGOAT, and Twitter, YSGOAT. Thank you, and have a great day.